Shit's getting heavy. Never give up. Something I gotta live with. Something we all gotta live with. Fix the mic stand, they said. There'll be no more. We're good. Good to go. All right. Sexy, super duper. Super duper sexy Saturday, Julian. It's a secret. Don't tell the police. Go to work on a Saturday now. Just start doing it. Very inconvenient times. How you doing, guys? It is Saturday. Or whatever. Wherever the hell you're at, it's probably... Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe you're in the future. I'll do a prediction for you people in the future. Everything is everything sucks probably a little bit worse than it does right now. Doesn't it? Another day, another rotation, another spin of the top, and closer to hell we go. You might as well uh, be a dick about it. Good to go. White and black flag, they're terrorists. Save the children! I'm scared! I'm a fucking normie. I am retarded. Everything is scary. Guitar solo. I'm scared of the clouds and of the sun and day itself. Going outside is only required to bash the fash, the fash, the fash. I hate those fucking people. Those goblin people. Ah, they've got no other reason to live, do they? What What would they do without us? Apparently, the you know the police wouldn't have much to do. I wasn't kidding. Um, I just I don't feel like doing this if I'm not in the if I'm not up to it. Um, I don't like to just make content for the sake of it, or to just carry on the moment. You know, um, if I don't if I'm not feeling it, I'm not doing it, and I just. You know, I don't feel like doing anything that's, it's not going to be, it's not going to have the right energy, you know, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not into that. So I just, I've had other things going on. I've been busy having my pension, you know, <laughs> canceled and so on, stuff like that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm working with. So I haven't been as um, active the last couple of weeks online and uh, I've only, I think I only did the one stream the last two weeks. This is only the second one, I think in two weeks now. So, you know, they haven't bothered to check on me a single time, not once since I've been out of prison. Uh, since December, and now they decide to show up <laughs> when I'm not uh, at about twelve thirty at night, twelve quarter quarter to one in the morning, something like that, and woke the whole house up and upset the children and was very rude to the family and said, "Well, you don't like it, we could come back at two a.m." That's what they said to my family. My mom, they said that too. 
She's like, is this necessary? Like, do you need to be like, oh, we could come back at a, at a fucking better time. Would you like that? Said the fat, bald, you know, useless cunt. <laughs> cool. Cool. Back to blue. Back to blue. Back to fucking blue. And they were out of town cops, too. They weren't from here. Using vehicles that this police detachment doesn't have. So they came from out of town just to ch- just to make sure, just to check on me. They're so concerned for my well-being, you know. It's <laughs> or maybe somebody, you know, inquired because they're like, oh, this is my whole job is to sit here and spy on this guy on the internet and he's not doing, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'll have to get a real job. So I'm just calling the, calling the feds in now. You got to, everybody stop, get your beepers. Check your phones. It's Saturday. You got to come into work now. Stop what you're doing. Get off of Grinder. Everybody log out of Grinder. He's fucking, he's on. It's on. It's Saturday. I know, guys, but we're going to have to put the lube away. Wipe your butts. Use your adult, put your adult diapers on before you put your uniforms on because otherwise you're going to have to go, oh, crap, my adult diaper. And then you have to take it all off. Who knows? Uh, who knows why adult diapers are popular in the, in that community in the uh, the ass pounding world? You know why? I don't want to explain it to you. I think you can probably imagine, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just another cool thing that we that we are celebrating in this month, this season of. The rainbow people who now <laughs> they have a season in Canada, officially state sanctioned, state supported, a season, a season like winter itself, the power of the of the earth, of nature itself has now it is so powerful. It's created its own entire season. And um, interestingly, there appears to be rainbow fatigue setting in um i shared this meme a little while ago because it's been around for years because this started to become popular five years ago it really started to take off i would say maybe definitely by 2010 11 12 it started but it's really gotten ridiculous now where who can who can put up the most rain the most rainbows you're the best company and you should get the most so here's why they do it um Money is the only reason, and these idiots think you know that any of these pieces of shit believe in or support anything. They're supporting trans people. No, they're just they think this is the most uh, lucrative way to go forward. This is the most likely way for them to continue making money. So, but this year, uh, a lot of people are noticing that they're not doing this. Uh, much less companies. Where, where are the rainbow? All of the rainbow. Um, um, you know the the iconography has changed. Uh, Major League Baseball changed it, then changed it back. The U.S. Navy changed it, then changed it back. And other people are like not doing it at all. And and you know the goblins are noticing, and they're like, it's really like not a good thing, like at all. Wow, they're all companies are changing their Twitter. Blah, 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 blah. It's rainbow fatigue, and that is in large part because um, again, corporations who don't give a shit about you or humanity or anything or anyone, but you believe them because you're stupid. You're very stupid. Uh, they like they like money. They're very interested in in money. That's uh, that's the real takeaway there. I wonder if I have any of these. St- There's something like twenty seven billion dollars 
Anheuser-Busch lost and Target either combined or maybe just one of them. Um, but they're, you know, people are getting the message. Uh, boycotting does work. Vote with your money. You see what happens? So the other companies notice this and go, oh, so it's no longer um, lucrative or advantageous financially to just virtue signal your heart out because people have had enough. There's rainbow fatigue. And now they're like, we're not, this is enough. So now these corporations and companies want to get far away from this because this isn't helpful to their bottom line anymore, which is always what it's about. And all of these stupid, stupid people. I don't understand why they're all transphobic. No, they're 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 going brokeophobic. That's the only thing that matters to these people. And once you understand that, everything they do makes way more sense, because that's the truth. Um, what's this? Oh, I didn't even know I had this. I I don't have a lot. I just have a mess of things to go through. If I you know if I get around to it, but I don't know if I will. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um. I don't like that I say um so much, but it's a problem. It's something I'm working on. Nigel says, tell Philip I went to the woods to meet that guy, and uh, it was too it was too late. He will know what I mean. Going to watch tomorrow. It's been a long day. On a Saturday? You should get a job as a cop instead. You can get paid $150,000 to chase down people on the internet. It's very easy and safe and boring and hilarious and you can get you can get paid a lot of money to do that uh the crayon minister says full salute you know the one yes of course brooker t uh he says there were a lot of people that care about you at the barbecue today we wanted to send love and support and look forward to the days you can join us again thank you for everything you do for us well thank you man and, and thank you guys for for um you know listening to me <laughs> And finding your friends, and now you have this network and this community, and now together you guys can uh, can look out for each other going forward. And you're all going to be stronger together. Calgary's got a good little a good little group there going out. There's a hiking club now. One of my old army buddies is in there. You'll find him. He'll be the. You'll know. It won't take you long to figure out which one it is. <laughs> Love you, dude. And there's um you know there's a bunch of people in Calgary and and uh Niagara Hamilton has a very strong very strong bigoted presence very racist very gross very a lot of a lot of terrorism a lot of explosions toxic gases um orphaned orphanages being burned down stuff like that Niagara Hamilton Calgary uh there's a little bit of uh you know this is uh, some smatterings of progress in British Columbia um, there's a good little group in, in, in Saskatchewan as well in the Saskatoon area. And, uh, you know, um, it's great to see. So I'm happy to see you guys are, uh, are, are doing that. And I encourage more people to do the same. And if there's nothing going on in your area, maybe you're the one that should start doing that. Again, I think the number one, most important thing going forward, because going forward is survival. That's just the stage we're at. And a lot of people want to, oh, we just got to get the libs. First of all, you don't understand that voting is pointless, and I'll explain why, or that all of the parties are the same, and they ultimately will end up in the same destination. All of the things that they do, all of the policies that they set and agree to are all dictated from on high and above them. They were going to follow it anyway. Net zero carbon, sustainable development goals, most importantly, mass migration all of these things, the central bank currencies, they're, they're going to do all of the things that are going to make our lives exceedingly difficult. And, you know, so that doesn't matter. And, but, but more, most importantly is, is that, is that the migration, a million people a year come into Canada, more than any other country in the world per capita. 
Uh, we have the fastest changing demographic in the world outside of a war. Normally, it would take Genghis Khan to overwhelm your you know, military and slaughter all the men and then take the women as concubines and slaves. That That's how you would change the face of a country faster, uh, the fastest. Um, second place is just being in Canada to that. And then third place is like colonization and, for, and so on. So it's funny that they're like, oh, they colonized stuff. Yeah, this... <laughs> This is the this is a rapid fire, uh, so we got all this coming in. These pe- and and these people vote overwhelmingly for the for the establishment for the regime. Ninety percent of them are going to vote for uh, the Liberal Party. So, how are you going to win when you can't? You couldn't win the last three times because you're outnumbered, and they're dogpiling a million people a year. Offic- those are the official numbers, by the way. That's not even like all of the odds and ends and loopholes. and fa- No, it's a million on paper officially. And when's the next election? How many more can they get in? Into- and how many millions? They- you know, we have 40 million people in this country now. It was 37 million just like not long ago. It was 33 million when I was in high school. So we've gone up like 25% in just, you know, 15, 20 years. And overwhelmingly... Uh, you know, this isn't us making more people. It's other people from other parts of the world showing up and being like, I have? And we're like, I guess, yeah, I have. Um, and of course, this is not unique to Canada. We're just doing it the best. We're just bending over the most. We have the most delicious ass being presented. That's the one that's been selected. Oh, this is a great ass. Yeah, this is a good one. That's my favorite. Of all of the rapes, this is the one. We, yeah, we want to get this one. Let's go. So that... Other people have a different method. There's Again, being in Canada, there's certain things you just can't say. There's certain things you're not allowed to talk about. Uh, legally. And... It would behoove me to be wise about that because, I again, I'm under extreme amount of scrutiny to the point where if I stop streaming, the police show up because they're that paranoid and afraid of where I, they're trying. Yo, maybe he's uh, maybe maybe he's drinking. Let's get him. Maybe. Oh, my freaking God. So you got to be careful. And, uh, you know, other people have what it uh, what uh, Derek I was talking to last night and or no I wasn't they were talking and I was just chirping them from the comments in bed <laughs> instead of working um who is it fresh and fit you know they was that who we were talking about who refer to a certain group of people as dem boys oh it's dem boys one of them boys Ryan Dawson um you know uses a bell and he goes ding ding and you know I'm like well okay being in Canada, I think we should put our own cultural spin on it, a little of our own maple syrup flavor on it. So when, you know, rather than just, <laughs> you know, I will just simply let uh, the loon call will have to suffice. Okay. <laughs> so, you know. And there'll be a, sta- a, st- a series of, of loo- you know, depending on the intensity of the loon call. <laughs> Michael, how are you doing, brother? He says, uh, glad to see you on Saturday, and thanks very much for the special broadcast. God bless you and the family. 
In the name of Jesus, he says, amen. Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. Um, somebody did send me in this. I assume this is cool to play. Um, somebody, I mean, you guys posted this publicly. Um, but I, I feel like I should ask. Who, um, where did I get this barbecue video? Yeah, you know what? I'm, you know, the hell with you guys. No. I will say this. And not, not in a self-serving way, but I do have a lot of respect for, you know, people that, that, that do these things and want to come out to support us and be part of the community and so on, because that flag is is the second scariest symbol in Canada. That is the that is only underneath the swastika as far as the Canadian public and law enforcement and the media and so on is considered. It goes swastika, that, and then everything else underneath. I'm, you think it's a joke? It's not. So, you know, to proudly stand with your, you know, this is what I believe and this is what I'm into and I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm not, you're not going to bully me into hiding like that, you know. That's cool. So, uh, you know, that takes a little bit of guts. It's not, um, you know, we're not super popular. <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, I respect that. So this is, I haven't seen this yet. So I'm just going to out you guys because, you know, you're, you're already doing this. But I think they'd appreciate it. I haven't seen this yet, but this is, yeah, what they were, one of the guys was just talking to. They got a, a bunch of them got together. Was this in the hammer? This is in Niagara somewhere down there. It's a gang meeting. Yes. There's much confusion. My retinas are burning. All oh, right, the gangs. Yes, it will blind you. That could be the reason. Uh, a friend of mine has discovered through freedom of information requests that blindness in Canada, I or or perhaps the United States, but I think Canada, blindness is up something like is it twenty thousand percent? Yeah, you heard me right. And people will. I, that's why I, I haven't seen any blind people. <laughs> Bro, they're, they're not walking around like bumping into people at the mall. They're blind. They stay home. They have caretakers now. They're blind. Okay, but yeah, it's it's up a dramatic and in some some insane number. And this is from medical. Uh, this isn't these these people dig all through the medical documentation, government because you know freedom of information, and they just like oh let's see what these dickheads are up to, and away it comes. Whatever you're interested in, you can go find it. He should teach a course on it. Really, he should teach people how to do it. Do some YouTube videos on that. He knows who he is, and uh, and you're like yeah, this is how you do it, and then just find all of this stuff because they really bank on people not looking and not not doing the not doing their homework not um you know showing their work not not going the distance and i i mean i don't i basically rely on these people to do it so that's something you can do you want to you're interested you want to help out with something but anyway yeah blindness is up a lot death as we know is up quite a bit all the bad things are are going uh to the moon but it's rainbow time. Let's worry about that. Actually, this is an interesting slide that I saw somewhere. Uh, <laughs> he's all the YouTubers that uh, some of you may recognize. Where, you know, there was a lot of programs. In Canada, they were giving out $20,000 to content creators if you were of a notable, of any kind of level that you would have an impact. Anywhere between, uh, I think, 
25 and fi- maybe even 50,000, but I think it was 25,000 mostly. There was a range of money that they would give you to make a pro a uh, pro vaccination content because nothing says nothing says it's really good for you and you should want this like let's bribe them. We're going to have to bribe them with money to <laughs> Come on, shill for me. I'll pay you money. Oh, yeah, this is... Anyway, many of these people are now, uh, as you can see, have cancer. And now they're documenting their... Yeah, the new normal, it says at the bottom. Their, their interesting you know, ride through the cancer world. So buy the ticket, take the ride, as they say. But that's not something we're going to look into. The National Citizens Inquiry isn't something we're going to look into. Nobody's suffering. None of that's real. YouTube has relaxed its policies on election interference conspiracy theories. That's now officially okay in YouTube. It didn't used to be, but now it's now it's a permitted. So, you know, interesting. I have a lot of I did not go through these my notes here as thoroughly as I thought I did. Uh, I don't even know where that is. But it there is a oh my god. I have way too much stuff. I have a week's worth of stuff, really. So I'm, I'm really just struggling to get through this. What the hell was I just talking about? All right. The... It's out there. I don't. You'll have to just take my word for it. I'm not going to look for it that much. It's not that big. It's not like, ha, prove it. Just go look. I don't care. YouTube doesn't care if you, you do the, tr- yeah, yeah, they stole the election. Yeah, because they did. Because it's obvious. Dinesh D'Souza. That's somebody I was talking about the last one. Who's an Indian guy? I sound like, <laughs> I'm just like some old dick from the 50s who's that indian fella made the yeah, brown guy did the video about the things i wasn't sure if it was dinesh d'souza or not so i didn't want to use his name if it wasn't him but i thought it was him and uh, yeah and they were right it was him uh yeah they did a lot of stealing and a lot of nonsense and, and shenanigans so even now youtube's been forced to to change its policy but not on the pokey poke we're still that's only good only ever good actually everyone lives longer now some people have actually gotten younger and they're not going blind they're able to see better than some people can fly now actually other people can go invisible that's why you haven't seen them around anymore it's not because they're dead it's because they're invisible um it gives superpowers it's it's very this represents the the thing we're not allowed to talk about by the way. You just take one of these, maybe right in the heart. Inject me in the heart. Right in the heart. <laughs> and then you'll just turn into Captain America. No, it's just steroids. I always laughed at that. <laughs> Uh, the whole story of Captain America is, listen, kids, if you're too weak to get the job done, just take a shitload of steroids and train your ass off and then just go in and fucking murk everybody. That's the story of Captain America. Comic book. No, he's a superhero. He was this weak little guy. that he And they're like, hey, you're so weak and pathetic. We're going to do an experiment. Do you want to do an experiment? We'll turn you into a killing machine. He's like, sure, fuck it. Anything for my country. I want to help. Like, okay, and they inject him full of chemicals and do a bunch of crazy shit to him. Yeah. America. It's the American way. Hey, it worked, didn't it? Red Skull destroyed by fucking Trenbolone. 
That's who really saved America. Fucking <laughs> Captain America. I want to thank the scientists in Russia for inventing these drugs. I want to thank my training staff for making sure my, my blood work was okay and my levels were adjusted. <laughs> yes. Fucking Captain America is such a glory hound. What a thief. He stole all those victories from those brave scientists that invented all those steroids he took. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Yes, the barbecues. Great job, guys. Glad to see it. Like to like to see it. And um, glad you guys found each other. And more people should do the same. More people should be looking to do the same thing in other areas. It all, that's a good way to start. Start networking. Start meeting each other. You know, bonding. And, and for, you know, go, people going on the hikes and doing the, the, the climbing club I talked about earlier. Other little fight clubs are breaking out. Not like in the movie. But, you know. Men have an interest in martial knowledge, and it's fun, and it's great exercise, and there's, especially with men, it's a nice bonding experience. It's, you know, it's good for you. Things like this um, ties you together, and then you can start to build towards other things. You know, maybe you guys can run businesses together, because that's something we're going to have to do. We're going to need to build a parallel bigot economy, because we are being forced out of everything. Central bank, digital currencies, and, and all of this, and, you know, their digital identity, and everything's got to be controlled all the time, and it's got to be, I want to put cameras in your fucking toilets, I want to look up your asses, you're taking it, like, I don't know how far this is going to go, but inevitably it will get to the point where it's too much for most people, and they're going to go, I need to leave, and there's nowhere to go right now. So that's that's a problem that we must solve. Now, when you know most people agree, hey, nobody's coming to save us. We have to build. Yes, that's correct. All right. So let's now what? Well, uh, you just you just solved your own question there, or your own problem. Nobody is coming to save us. We're on our own, and we are going to be forced out of these systems. So what do we do? We're going to need to build our own systems, our own parallel systems, insulated from these ones, so we don't um, die. I, I, I titled this one for, you know, there's, <laughs> so our enemies go around saying, the FYMM means they're the, 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 the bigot people, they're bad, and they don't even understand. It means, fuck you, make me. And it came from several years ago while I was doing this, and I was describing the attitude and my methodology that uh, you, that someone needs to commit to if they're going to fight and if they intend on winning that fight, there can no be there can be no compromises in your head whatsoever. There can be only victory or death, essentially. You know, hopefully metaphorically, but you know, I'm going to win or I'm just not. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to make it. So we decided, and I said, like, there's no, and and people found this. It, Hard to believe at the time. Like, there's nothing they could do. To, I'm like, no, I'm not taking that goddamn needle. It's not happening under any circumstances whatsoever. Like, well, what if they What if they come after you? Then they come after me. And if they hold a gun to my head, I'm still going to say no. You will have to physically make me do it. Hold me. You're going to need a bunch of men to beat me up and hold me down and then forcibly inject. That's the only way you're getting that into my body. And then I'm just going to go on a rampage after that anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to go. Shit. I mean, this is what we're doing. We're holding people down. And so that's what we were committed to. Nope. You're going to have to make me. I'm not doing this. It's not going to happen. So you do you, big fella, but I am not doing it. And whatever happens, happens. So that's um, that's where that came from. 
And I like that mentality. I think that no compromise, no compromise with evil kind of mentality is a good way to go. So as an extension of that, building these parallel systems in our communities and our networks and, you know, finding new friends and new people, different people with different skills, farming skills, mechanic skills, plumbing, electricians, all of these different things. And eventually, um, as, as the, as it expands and grows and the bonds become tighter and the foundation, you know, hardens up and you know, we can start to, you know, build outwards, you can start to not need the system as much. Eventually you may not need it at all. At least in the essentials. Do it. Where's my food come from? Where's my water come from? Do I have a roof over my head that they can't just take from me? And do I have people nearby that I can call for help if I need help? If you have those things, you can you can survive damn near anything. If you have food security, if you have a place to live securely, if you have people around that you can rely a community that can work together to solve common problems and your own and water pretty important, right? Because you'll die if you don't have that. If you can assemble those things and have them as part of your life, you are going to be very difficult to manipulate into doing something you do you don't want to do. And uh, so that's why I think people need to work on themselves and strengthen yourself as much as possible. Get yourself into as strong a position as possible. To do this, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that or I'll lose my job. Well, I'd probably start looking for another one already. <laughs> if you're in a place where you can't be, you can't even say the wrong thing or you're going to get fired, well, eventually... <laughs> Like it's not going to stop. This this is going to continue, and eventually you're going to find yourself in a position that you're going to have to do something. You are gonna you're going to have a, a fuck you make me moment. You're either going to cave or you're not. So, I mean that 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 narrow it's just going to get tighter and tighter that road, and you're either going to conform or it's going to spit you out. So, if you're of that mind of a similar mind to me, then I would I would start planning. You know. We're not gonna. The boat's not gonna sink tomorrow, but we're post iceberg or explosion. We don't know what really happened, but the boat is going down, regardless of how it happened. You have we have some time, so there's no need to panic. We can still survive, but we need to start doing some things now. So that it's not a mad, ru- a mad, panicked, scrambling mess of a rush to try and figure out how to get out when it's when it's too late already. <laughs> you guys heard that too, right? That wasn't just me. Crayon Minister says, "Smells like dag spirit." Never capitulate, my Fiora. No, you can't. Fuck you, make me. Tenacious Visa is starting off a little salty today. See, sounds like it's been a week. Eh. It's been a, it, well, I mean, all of my weeks are the same. I live in like a Truman Show kind of existence. I did a little uh, interview the other day. I've done a couple. Uh, that one won't be out for a bit yet. Uh, I think it was Mar- Marazzo, and I did another one. Anyway, <laughs> it's like I'm in this wood pile, or I'm at the gym, or I'm asleep in bed, or just laying there. That's pretty much it. <laughs> On month six of this now. So. <laughs> it gets a little little slow. So I don't know. I, and I'm hearing things. So I don't know what that was. You know? 
I would like to spend more time with my, uh, you know, my children and family and so on, but they're very far away on purpose. They made sure that I was very far away. And all of these restrictions make it very difficult to, to do a lot. So, I live here in the woodpile in the land of spiders. And may or may not be hearing loons. Do you hear the loons? Does anyone else hear the loons? What does it mean? Consult anti-hate for an explanation. <laughs> it means gas chambers! Yeah, it means gas chambers. Tenacious Feast is... Uh, oh, I read that one. My bad. Uh, Anderson Paladin. Red Skull was right about the <laughs> Good old Red Skull. I never really really got into those... Um, into that uh, Avengers stuff, but... Uh, from what I know of it, which is very little. That's I understand how it is. Is the loon in the room with us now? Yeah, somebody said on Odyssey. I, it could be. There's definitely some in the chats. They're watching. They're out there. Foreign infiltration. Instead of invasion. Gorillas by night instead of armies by day. <laughs> by day. 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 I'm fucking that all up. All right. What else? And... There's so much to go to go into. I don't know where to start. This could get really insane. It could be one of these days. Also, before we move on, I would be a dick if I didn't mention it. And I try not to be. <laughs> uh, there was a, a very sad thing happen recently and it's I I can't imagine um, I've dealt with a lot of, I've had to do and put up with and endure a lot of fucking nasty shit um, but losing your father um, in a kind of violent scary unknown way uh, like a house fire is that nobody that that is that's not a that's not a good one. Um, and unfortunately, that's that's what happened to uh, East Coast Canadian's father recently. So he's um, I think he just had the funeral today. Um, and he's he's had to. Um, and, and this is this is just kind of this just just the cherry on top of what is basically the story of the unvaccinated invisible person. In Canada, he's already buried a lot of his family members. I think, like a lot of cousins and aunts and uncles, like a like a like an insane amount. Couldn't go to most of the funerals there for a while because you know you got to you got to stand across the street because you're gross and you're unvaccinated. And, all. and then this happens, you know. And he's got a young family and stuff. And he's you know he's a good dude. And and that's that's fucking rough. So if you um. If you aren't familiar with him or, uh, you know, what he does, what he produces, or if you are, either way, just, um, you know, let the guy know you've, you've got to support or you're supporting him and, uh, you know, because it does help. It does help a little bit to know that there's people, you know, that are looking out for you. So, if you wouldn't mind, <laughs> you know, 
he'll be back. Uh, he'll be back at it when he gets back at it, whenever that is. But um, in the meantime, I'm sure I speak for everybody. If he is listening, or if he hears this later, I, I'm sure I speak for everybody when I say that uh, you know anything you need, we're all here for you, buddy. Now, I got to get that uh, depressing taste. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> stop making me sad. It's hot enough. I know, I know it is, and um, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't, ha- I don't like doing it a lot of the time either. I mean, it's fucking rough out there, boys. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> like, it's like, no, we gotta have a good attitude about this, and you gotta, and I'm like, okay, but I'm also a U-boat captain, and it's 1944. It's like September of 44, and I'm like, bro, it's for me to go back out there is certain death. You understand? No, we just got to keep... You, you understand? It's definitely death, like 100%. No one's coming back. It was a miracle! I even made it this far! Complete blind luck! oh the situation is ugly um however if you're alive and you're still there and you're still fighting back and you're still um you know resisting you always have a chance that's why a fight isn't over until it's over even when somebody's getting their ass handed to them in a cage all it takes sometimes is just didn't see that one coming and it goes completely in the other direction that's why they don't stop the fight until it's really over Right? And is it really over? I think people just need to think differently about what it means to, to resist this and fight back. And I think that is a huge part of it. Is is you know, we just kind of bail out. Don't um you know, you guys do what you want. I'm not gonna tell you what to do, you know, they're, but they're protesting a lot of these, you know, drag events and this and that. What is it really going to accomplish? If you're trying to gather attention for yourselves and your group and trying to get more people like, hey, we exist. Hi. We, you know, we think this is crazy. If you do also, we'd like, we'll hang out. You know, we should, you, maybe we should trade notes. That's, that's a, a reason to do that. But other than that, I mean, you're not going to change their minds. They're just going to dig their heels in even worse. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to groom my kid harder. And they will. An alternative would be set up your own like normal children's events. And be like, we'll be over here doing sane people things, like not showing dicks to our children. You you guys, uh, you guys knock yourselves out with whatever this is. We're going <laughs> to censored, thank God. But there's little kids. Yeah, this guy's just like, here's my dick. It's um, acceptance and tolerance of something so we've got kids here watching this because reasons let the you know i'd be like hey let's we're gonna go over here we're gonna do boy scouts or we're gonna do uh you know mr dress ups coming over you know normal kid stuff you can do this is this music live at the event is it supposed to be weird ambient hailscape music what is going on oh now he's a woman see it was necessary that he have his dick out for that whole process. What? It, okay, I'm glad that ended because I was starting to get like, how into this? Where is this going? I don't. I'm glad those kids saw that though. They're definitely going to be. 
<clears throat> we should just provide our own alternative, you know. If people are going to go to that and that's what they want to do, like they've already failed the test. Screaming at them isn't going to help anything. I think it would be a more effective use of our time to like produce something else to compete with that. That encourages, you know, health and life and not death and ruin and whatever the hell that, you know? There is a lot more people that would rather do that than go to whatever that was on the screen. It's just being tolerated. It's just being tolerated, and I told you, and now you're seeing it through these corporations. They can't understand these corporations. Where I've all the money. Whoa, what's going on? Because they were just tolerating it, and people were just putting up with it until it was too much, and then they said, we're not – this is enough. You, ha- you, What is on my beer can, dude? What are you doing to me? What are you doing to beer itself? Like, it got that bad that you <laughs> – Basically, Bud Light just murdered itself for no reason. And uh, other people were like, yikes, okay, that's apparently the line. Apparently they've had enough of this, so let's just back it up a bit. Or we're all going to get thrashed in the stock market, and we're going to lose investors, and we're gonna it's going to be bad. So let's just – I mean, two major American companies are basically dead now, and the rumors are like it's much worse than they're even admitting. They're, they could be like over. It might be the end <laughs> – that's how devastating and powerful it is when uh, people act in large numbers like as something as simple as like what if we all just stop paying for your shit you would be dead wouldn't you you would be dead you you would die your massive corporation of death would just wither and on the vine and die and shrivel up and die because you need us to participate what if we just don't participate anymore what if this happened what if everybody just stopped donating to political parties all of them we just cut them off we just stop engaging with them entirely we stop going to their events we stop giving them money we stop answering the phone we just nope you're boycotted because you're a politician because you're a professional liar manipulator and none of you have had the common sense the basic decency or even an ounce of strength a modicum a little bit a grain of rice of testosterone that would resemble a grown man to even challenge any of the horrible things that have been happening for decades. You've all just been content to eat from the trough and use long as you get yours. They're all multimillionaires, by the way. How does that happen, public servant? It happens because they exist because of your participation. Public salary, public donations. What else did I just read? I just read this. Somebody charged uh something ridiculous to the to the taxpayer oh jesus this guy oh mr johnson he's just ignoring calls to step down he hired a crisis firm to manage his communications for him Oh, at your expense, by the way. So they're figuring out how to spin his words and how to run this in a marketing sense so the idiots will buy it. And he's hired a professional consulting firm to do this. This is what they do. 
and he made you pay for it. <laughs> What's that? Tell me more about grifting. Tell me about this magic grifting word I keep hearing that you're accusing all these little people of doing when this shit's going on. I think I'll give myself a job. I'll pay myself tons of money to do it. I'll, geez, I need people to lie for me. and I'll hire them. Who's the best? Those ones? Yeah, make the peasants pay for that too. And then when it's over, I'm just going to high five uh, the prime minister in front of everyone. We're basically going to jerk each other off in public. And uh, I'm going to sleep on a pile of money. And I'm just going to live like Scrooge McDuck because I'm a public servant. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> so what if we just stop? Because they need our participation, guys. Do you know what happened if people stop donating to these parties? Even in, like, moderate numbers. Ugh. They're all millionaires. They expect you, and, and and for some reason, the, the idiot normie out there, ah, grifting, people are trying to mount some kind of uh, some kind of resistance, and you want them to be better at it. Better how? You want them to have more signage, more visibility, more organization, more traveling around. These things cost money. They don't just happen. So you expect these people, who many of them either don't have jobs or they've had to accept much lower-paying jobs, because they've been fired because of the vaccine mandates and so on. They're also supposed to somehow finance this magic resistance that just runs on pixie dust and unicorn farts. It's just incredible. Comes into nowhere. You know why all the other, like that stupid um, union workers, they, whatever it was, they just protest. Yeah, well, all these signs, all these, they used your money to do it. And they want a bigger pay raise, which means, again, more of your money. And the normies were like, I support the, you're an idiot. <laughs> Ah! They don't make, they don't produce anything. Their entire existence is a, is a parasitic one. They take, uh, everything they get paid is from you. They don't even spend their own money. They spend your money. Oh, I need a consulting firm. Charge the idiots. I'm going to stay in a hotel when I go there and charge the idiots. I got to eat, charge the idiots. I got to drive there. I need a driver. I need a nice car. Charge them, charge them, charge the idiots. Then I got to go across town. That's going to be gas mileage per kilometer. Charge the idiots. And I'm going to stay there in another hotel. Charge those idiots. We're going to have more dinners. We need to eat. Charge them, charge them again. We're going to do the whole consulting thing. Needs catering. Charge, charge the idiots. Hey, you guys want to have some drinks? It's only normal. Get some booze at the store. Charge the idiots for that, too. Maybe we'll stay an extra day. We'll just roll this over into Sunday. We'll just par charge them. And then we're going to drive all the way back. There's more mileage. There's another night in a hotel. Another flight. You're paying for that. One, two. This is their entire lifestyle. I know this because I was a government employee when I was in the military. Everything you do, you know, in the interest of federal service is covered by the government and everybody claims everything things they shouldn't things that are definitely not but hey that's how it works up there so they 
They're just making money hand over fist to do nothing, and the people fighting them are going broke and destitute and losing everything. And you're like, you're the most brainwashed idiot in like. It's amazing. You're that guy that when Homer Simpson shows up, you know, Snake shows up. Oh, Wallet Inspector. You're the guy that goes, here you go. I think everything's in order. You're not even Homer, because when the thief runs away, Homer is going, I don't think that was the wallet inspector. He's at least mildly suspicious something is going wrong. But these people are like, mm. <laughs> I'm, I know, I have an understanding. <laughs> and you're paying for all of it. You're paying for it all. All of the, a lot of, guess what? These drag shows and everything too, right? It's like paid for by the city of Ottawa. Like, guess what that means? Charge them! They, you, they used your money, your tax money. Like the city of Ottawa isn't some independent thing that's just floating around. It's, oh, it's got a really great medical marijuana operation. It's the CEO of a very successful sneaker company, the city of Ottawa. So it has a lot of money. And here it is just showering you in gifts because it's this wonderful benevolent force that's there to hold you and hug you and keep you safe. Or it's just a collection of parasitic bureaucrats that collect your money, waste it wildly, and then if anybody has a problem with it, uses their power that they've essentially um, usurped to crush those people so the grift can continue. Tell me where I'm wrong. They are the biggest pieces of shit walking around. They don't do anything for anyone. And they sit there and argue for hours and hours, and it's not even real arguing. It's nonsense. It's pretend. They go for the, th I mean, <laughs> where's this stupid clip? I don't even know. Do I even have it? Like, listen, and they're all upset about this. And I don't care. I don't care what anyone says in the House of Commons anymore. It's it's complete. It's a complete waste of time. Like I said, the migration's happening. There's no stopping it. No one's defending against it. It can't, like we're it, the scales are already tilted so much that no matter who gets elected, no matter what happens, the outcome is determined. I, because there's no option. No one's against. No one's. You know, you're already outnumbered. It's not going to get better. Anyway. This is what they settle for. This is what the conservatives think is like a, a nuclear bomb uh, of of uh, of a thing to say. Yes, Mr. Speaker, I was a high school teacher before getting into politics, and I'm having a little trouble remembering what exactly the job that the leader of the opposition had before getting into politics. Yes. Yeah. And, uh so this is where they're going to argue over who's a bigger parasite, which is what they are doing. Oh, yeah, well, you were like a high school teacher. Yeah, you didn't even have a job. That's the standard we're look. That's what we're dealing with here in Canada. A, a full only ever was a parasite, and this guy was like not as much of a good one because he was busy preying upon children. Um, and then they're like, hey, you know who makes uh, great politicians? Pedophiles. Those are guys are those guys are good at it. I don't know. I don't know what the thought process was there, but. Let's argue over who's the bigger, uh, bigger dumpster fire pieces of trash. Yes, and he left right in the middle of the semester, and I'm having trouble remembering why. Oh! Now, Mr. Speaker. 
Oh, of course, what he's alluding to is the basically worst kept secret that everyone knows about in Canada, but yet no one will talk about is that the prime minister has a non-disclosure agreement or a, uh, you know, whatever they're called, one a legal uh, agreement with someone's family from his time as a teacher at school. And reportedly, it's something around the lines of, listen, we're not going to talk about the sexual relationship I had with an underage minor, with a minor, in exchange for money, and you're going to sign this, and everybody's going to go their separate ways, and you're going to shut up forever. Otherwise, I'm going to take you to court, and I'm going to take all that money back, and I'm going to charge, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okie doke. Pretty insane. Does But does he... So he just references this, right? Interesting. Where are you going with this? <laughs> and you see how enthusiastic... Everyone knows what he's talking about. So they all know about this. Interesting. Let's see where, where is it going. Buddy, he certainly wasn't a math teacher. He certainly was not a math teacher. His own finance minister says the deficits pour fuel on the inflationary fire. Right before she introduced $60 billion more spend, deficit spending measures. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Millhouse, right? Yeah, I know I don't normally say anything because I'm supposed to be the guy you're all talking to me and I just direct the conversation. But can you go, whoa, 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 whoa. I know you're really passionate about the cost of milk and, and all of that. And that's basically all you constantly redirect and message towards because that's what you want people to focus on because that's really your only, that's your only, that's all you got. Did you just infer something about him? Like, what, what was that comment about... Why did he get fired from school? Why was everybody cheering? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? Did something happen at the school? Is he a criminal? Is he a pedophile? Did he fucking knife somebody? What was he fired? Why was the prime minister fired from a job at a school and everyone goes, oh, whoa, what's, what's this about? Oh, you, we're just going to go, we're just going to, we're just going to skate right over that. Into the milk question. The MQ. We're just going to fucking deke right over to the MQ. You thought I was going top shelf. Nope. I'm going to dump it in the corner and fall down. I'm going to skate to the bench instead. The MQ is coming up. He wasn't. He certainly wasn't a math teacher. No, no, no. I don't care. What was the other thing you said? How much will that add to the inflation rate Canadians have to play? How much? How much? I'm sorry. Did you just call me a pedophile? Should be was should be the obvious response, right? Right, honorable prime minister. Yes. And I don't, I didn't see the rest of it. I don't care. But oh, oh, yeah. Nothing is going to come of that at all. He totally just like lit that limp wristed like. Here's I'm going to translate this. I need to translate it and um, because <laughs> oh, okay. Where is it? Listen, my, I need my protein for this. So. Warriors engaged in battle. One in the blue and one in the red. 
the guy in the blue. Uh, he, he made it look like he was going to throw a punch there, Tom, but he immediately just dropped his hands and, and cowered in fear, knowing that the response from the red guy would just be overwhelmingly devastating. So, uh, showing, showing a little bit of contempt here for the obvious champion, but no real will to fight, Tom. I agree, Larry! This guy's just waiting to die! No balls! This is the kind of guy that pushes you from behind in a bar and runs away! This is the kind of guy that keys your car! This guy... I think he might be transgender! What do you think, Larry? I have to say, Tom, it is an alarming amount of feminine activity. It is. It's very possible. I'm not a doctor. I mean, I could have been. I was in school. I was so close to graduating. But uh, the mandates, they kicked me out. So apparently there's a million gender. I, I, what I'm trying to say is I was almost a doctor, and I don't understand anything that's happening anymore. So he could be a woman. He could be a fucking alien. Maybe he's a smart toaster. It's AI. I don't I don't know anymore, Tom! I don't know anymore! Alright, we had to cut Larry off there. This has been another presentation of Saturday Night Shit Fights on the Canadian Political Theater Network. You never know what's gonna happen! But it's always nothing! Nothing ever happens! I can't work here anymore! Oh my god! It's perpetual blue balls! No one can live like this! I'm good. I'm coming, Tom! Larry! <laughs> so the network wasn't successful. It didn't last very long. We tried it out. Um, the commentators just went crazy. Because the, the logic of trying to follow this day in and out of this fake nonsense is just overwhelming. <laughs> well, yeah, Tim, you get fired from that high school. Ooh, yeah, anyway, anyway, the milk, the milk is like, really, guys, it's expensive. Isn't it expensive? The fuck did you just say? I mean, the, the, how much does it cost? Yeah, that's what I thought, bitch. That's what I thought. Yeah, sit down, little man. Like, and they're like, oh, well, he can't say, why, why can't he? Give me a reason. Give me a reason. But the biggest plat political platform in the country, you couldn't just hold this guy down and skewer him alive right on television in front of everybody. Let's talk about Peter Daglish. Let's talk about Ingvaldsen. Let's talk about a number of pedophiles surrounding you. Can you explain how it is that so many of your close acquaintances are pedophiles? Have you heard of this Epstein Island thing? Are you in any way involved? Is that crazy to ask? I mean, look at all these pedophiles. Is it true that you were fired? For Did you have an inappropriate relationship with a minor? I think the people of this country need to know these things. Oh, he can't, he can't do that because that's scary. Yeah, because you're a coward, because they're all cowards. They think they can just 
sneak around and like, Neat! I'm going to throw a rock from the bushes and run scurry away. Yeah, that's not going to do anything. Oh, oh well. He's going to egg his house. Right. That's right, Anderson Paladin. He's going to egg his house. That's just going to be his big election move. In Canada, we stand up to bullies. By, <laughs> by trying to attack them in ways that are ultimately irrelevant and uh, they can never possibly hurt me in any way. So it's I've, I feel safe doing it. <laughs> um, Anastasia says, I'm going to assume this stream is a, ba is a bad... Uh, she's, she doesn't say bad. I'm inserting it for her. I'm fixing her words. It's a bad birthday gift stream for me. Officially celebrating a day early with fresh live Nova Scotian lobster since I'll be neck deep in work tomorrow. Keep up the great work. Lobsters are creepy. I don't know anybody that... I mean, look at it. Pretend you've never seen one before in your life. You have no idea what it is. And a lobster just crawls onto the table. You would scream. I would get a gun. I would have I would have sacrificed this whole workstation if there was a fucking massive lobster that just crawled. I would think it was some kind of alien insect that is definitely poisonous. It's got this weird tail, the claws. It's mean looking. It's got antennas. It's trying to read my mind or something. Whoa, okay, I'm not fucking with this. Can it fly? I'm not waiting to find out. It's got the legs of a spider. I'm like, yeah, th this is horrifying. This thing crawled out from hell to kill me. I would have shot it in the face with a 12-gauge. I would have burned the house in case there was a nest. I would have fled the time zone worried about its, you know, trap, like its, its ecosystem. I'm like, if I'm another, it probably isn't there. At least not yet. And then I can warn the others. That's how I would have reacted. Other people apparently went, that looks tasty. I don't know why. I don't know why. And they eat trash. They just crawl around on the bottom of the ocean eating whatever the other fish drop. And they're like, <laughs> they're just human dumpster, human lobster people. Lobs, they're just, they're, they're literally trash dumpsters. I tell this to Morgan all the time. She loves because she's a, t a regular East Coast person. I'm this bizarre anomaly in, in apparently a red suit. I'm insane. I don't make any sense to anyone. They're still trying to psychoanalyze me. Nobody knows what to do. They don't understand. So she likes lobster, as everyone does over here. But I have no. You will never win. You will never win. You will never convince Yuri to eat space alien. I have eaten lobster. I just don't like it. And it just doesn't help that it looks like that, you know? <laughs> I just, it's too buggish. It's too much like a bug. Bugs don't have meat on them. If you made them that big, they might, though. If you made bugs that big, you, they'd probably have meat on them. And it's like, are you going to eat a giant spider? Are you going to eat a spider the size of a lobster? Because, oh, it's got meat. The legs are the best part. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, like crab legs, they're horrifying. Ah! I hope I'm not part fish person, and this is why I feel no, no. I definitely don't like them. They're just creepy. Anyway, I just thought you guys needed to know that, and she needed. To, I hope she's eating it right now, and it's just like. <laughs> but here's the thing about lobster eaters. Okay, when you're insane enough to eat a lobster, when you can, and they, and with their hands, have you seen this? I'm explaining this for a lot of the West Coast people, maybe, that they don't know what it's like. They're like barbarians. So they take these boiled alive alien creatures, 
insects. They just drop them on a plate, and then they just tear their fucking bodies apart and start eating the flesh from the fucking severed claws and arms of this sea, sea fucking spider. Put dipping it in butter. It's insane. You'll never be able to talk them out of it. It's like a cult. So don't worry about it. Like, oh, you're going to turn people off of lobster. Listen, they're either a, they're either a lobster head or they're, you know, like me and don't eat whatever the hell. It's too many legs. It's too many eyes. Too many. It's very buggish. I don't like it. And they just go, whatever, more lobster for me. And then they eat more lobsters. And I'm like, <laughs> You ever make eye contact with one in a ca- in in like the store in the grocery store? You can tell it's just looking right at you. It's just floating there. It's like it's dead, but it's not. It's mo- it's motionless. And you just stand there, staring at it. Minutes go by. Is it no? Am I the only person that does this? <laughs> Other people do this, right? <laughs> I'm trying. It's trying to mentally possess me. I think they might have psychic power. It might be their only defense. It's not working very well. <laughs> don't boil me alive. I don't know why he's got a French accent. Probably because the Little Mermaid, who is, who is now a beautiful black woman, because she has to be. I'm not going to be watching that one. I don't think the kids will be seeing that. I just have a feeling. Steve, how are you? He says, help me find a young dag to take over my waste management company, please. Are you serious? Like, what an opportunity that is for somebody. Hey, literally anybody that thinks they can. Do you want to have a whole company that already exists? Can you man? Here, do you want to take over? I'm tired. Oh, geez, I don't know if I want to just have a company. How much work and time that takes to build up from the ground and someone's just someone's basically built you a house. You're like, hey, do you want do you want to live in that for free? No, I like it out here under the bridge. Oh, okay. Whatever. That's wild. There, that's my advertisement. (laughs) Now, they're they're still, look, they're still talking about lobster. Lobster with mayonnaise. You're a fucking psychopath. Breaded deep fried lobster. They're going all Forrest Gump on this. Lobster binge, lobster salad, I like lobster sandwiches, lobster dogs, lobster burgers, I like <laughs> lobster soup, lobster drink, lobster flavored protein shake, lobster fucking scented bath salts that I snort, and, the, and when I snort my lobster scented bath salts, they taste, it tastes like lobster. I turn into a lobster. Okay, okay, fucking lobster people. There's pictures of lobsters all over the house. I think they're possessed. I think the lobsters, through repeated exposure, they're like, thy flesh consumed, this person will become a slightly bit more lobster as it absorbs the cells of the alien insect fish lobster of the darkest depths of hell on the bottom of the sea. They become more like the lobsters. And they start adorning their house with lobster imagery. They start worshipping the lobsters. Morgan showed me a video the other day. Someone she knows is driving. She's like, look, a grand man. There's a little lobster on the dash. I'm like, yeah, lobster cult. He worships it because he, you, I gotta get out of this car, you know. (laughs) You guys dropped me off. Where are you going? One of us. And they're always trying to make you eat the lobster. Have you noticed this? 
They're not. They're very passionate about. Oh, try. You gotta try it. You gotta have. You gotta eat some of it. You gotta eat the sea monster. Eat the sea monster, oh, dude. You know you missed it. Up. They like hold it up to your face. They're like, <laughs> oh man. They tried sneak it into things. I'm gonna put some lobster in your salad. No. I think things are not all as they seem with the lobsters. Ceases is on top. Like they're they're like taking notes. They're like, "Fuck, he could be right. He could be right." <laughs> Interrogate more people about this lobster angle. We need to know what they know about the lobster people that I've just found out exists. No, I'm the Canadian intelligence. I'm retarded. I no, 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 no. I'm not the Americans or the British. I'm completely out of my mind. Yeah, yeah. Most of us are fat lesbians that harass like wine moms and and stuff like that. Yeah, we don't, we don't. <laughs> Feather knocked out. How are you doing, brother? He says, whoa, jacket looks like a surge. Do you like it? Uh, he says, not saying you're a friend. Or it's it's the blood of my enemies. Um, he says, I'm not keeping the peace and being of good behavior or refraining from alcohol. So things in jest may come across as being a dick, capital letters. As always, much respect and peace, brother. I would say drinks on me, but maybe a month at the gym is better. I appreciate it. It is better. I do appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Hope you're doing well. Doings. He says he's a 17 orange juice is still a thing. Oh, peasants, $17 orange juice. We need our own orange trees. I think that the this, this fucking idea that you can't grow orange trees, you can only do it in Florida. That's another conspiracy that I'm not willing to just give up on. I think they want you to believe that so they can monopolize the exporting of oranges. And this explains a lot about Florida and its new owners. What's going on there? Somebody grow some orange trees up here in the goddamn Annapolis Valley. I know it can be done. You know they have palm trees in, da- in Dartmouth. They just planted these palm trees, and they're like, yeah, we'll see if they survive. And they did. There's palm trees in Dartmouth. They're just chilling. Oh, look, tropical. Di- What's going on? The tropical fruit question. The TFQ needs to be looked into, guys. Edgy, I need you to look into the TFQ. I think there's a conspiracy. I think we can grow orange trees. <laughs> this is outrageous. Paying $17 for orange juice. It should be growing on trees and for free. Oh, wait, it is. You know, no, these are my orange trees. <laughs> People are so fucked. It's so funny. Feather Not Dot says, and soap on a rope would look cool as a necklace. No, it wouldn't. Uh, he says it would be a good seller, plus Derek could use it on the farm. I would buy one. Oh, okay. Well, there's two sales. Scarecrow. Oh, he also says, I identify as a dad in Canada. My pronouns <laughs> are nig and grr. Once again, sorry, bad day, but sometimes words are weapons. They are always. They're nuclear weapons and the scariest thing in the world. You can be the subject of uh, you know international and security operations, investigations, because the words you say are quite unsettling. It's quite disturbing for some folk, you know. We'll have to put keep an eye on you. We'll give you special treatment, yeah? You're a special boy. We're going to treat you special. Are you letting pedophiles just walk out of jail? Yes, I don't care about them. 
She just killed somebody. She's out on bail. All right. Yeah. I don't care about that. This is creepy. Careful what you say. You hurt somebody's feelings and you're fucking worse than Satan. <laughs> uh, Scarecrow says, thanks for the inspiration and all the community. Made it faithfully through Dagadan. Congratulations. Why wouldn't you? Everyone did a great job. It's time to... Hey, Dagadan's over. Everyone might as well just get shit-faced. <laughs> Philip, no! That's not what was supposed to happen! No, they changed their ways, Phil! Stop this! Stop this madness right now! We're supposed to be a force for good, Philip! A force for good! No! Oh, he's into the coke! Oh, Christ! Well, we might have saved 10% of them. 10% of them may have genuinely... Most of them have regressed back into the Generon mode, but... You're a terrible influence, dude! You're, the, you're like the expert at undermining people's efforts, aren't you? Jesus, some of these people had serious addictions. <laughs> and you're just... All right, fine. I mean, you saw what happened to the other guy. He left him in the woods. You think he won't do it to you? He cares for no one. He cares for no one but himself. He's one of the lords of Kekistan, a dark realm, where he does it. He literally does it for the lulls. You can't reason with that. I'll help him do the lulls. You don't know what his lulls are going to be. They could change daily. It could be your head on a stick for all you know. It's chaos. He's like Loki, but worse. He likes to party. Well, I mean, that's probably the same, but it's worse in a lot of ways I don't want to get into. Anyway, we need to get serious. There's so much important fucking important political things going on. Globalist A's arguing with Globalist B. They're worried that Globalist C might take some power away from Globalist A. And the trifecta gangbang of douchebag may be upsetting the power order. What do you think, Larry? It's important that everybody virtue signals and that all of the main serious issues that are going to change the landscape and face of this country for decades to come remain ignored. Mm. That's good advice. <laughs> Don't. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. It's nonsense. Oh, did you see what he said? I don't care. They, are they still censoring the internet? Yes. So, you know. Oh, dude, there was a sick burn. I don't. <laughs> Where the hell is it? So they're going to start blocking things now. Just letting you know. They're going to be blocking the news, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all this stuff. And so it starts as they're preparing to um, comply with the government's ideas that the news should be curated for you. You know, to keep you safe. So that's what's actually happening. But there, was there a sick burn? Hey, aren't there political prisoners in this country? Hey, aren't you just unilaterally doing all kinds of tyrannical things and deciding our destinies for us without any input from the population whatsoever? And hey, also, aren't you throwing those people in prison and taking their bank accounts and ruining their lives for challenging you in public? 
But there was a sick burn, you guys. A burn. You need to hear it. We need to talk about it. Oh my god, he like almost totally referenced something that maybe might be true, but nobody has the fucking balls to say in public. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm gonna jizz in my pants. I think that's how Slipinski lives his life. Some of these people are sharing like peep PP memes and they're like, he's gonna save us all. I'm like, imagine being this gay. Oh my god. He's the only one that can save us. I'm like, you're a damsel in distress. <laughs> All of you guys, do you see yourselves? Do I have to name names? Do I have to go full Darth Ferryman? Look how I'm dressed. I'll fucking take your goddamn head off your body, dude. We gotta, Pippi's gonna save us. You're a damsel in distress. You feel distressed and this brave young knight will come and rescue me. Oof, big oof, big oof. There's some, there's some, a, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, a lot of vaginas just closed up forever right there. They just, whoop, that's it, out of business permanently. Sorry, ma'am, I've diagnosed you with uh, complianitis. It's when the men that you're all spending time around are just so compliant that the body realizes there's no even point in reproducing. The species should die, and there's no reason for it to continue. So they just, it just, it's just, it's just over. It's not vaccine related. Don't worry about that. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Save Canada from the from the global Oh Do you hear yourselves? One of them even referred to him as a handsome man. <laughs> this is this is the conservatives, you know what I mean? Like that's who those people are. They're the fake, like you're not if all of the men in this country got into a room, let's just say, and it was just us, no outside input, nobody's on their phones, there's no internet, there's no phones, there's no nothing. It's just all the guys in one place. And nobody leaves until we figure out who's in charge. There is a 0% chance any of those people would be where they are. 0%. Those are like the mill houses, the, uh, what was that other kid, that nerd kid, uh, oh, Nelson, he was always getting beat up. You know, that kind of, uh, caricature of a person, the dweebs, effeminate, agreeable pushover doormats, ideal if you want to have a, a fake opposition. That's really not gonna. It's it's toothless. It's like it's like a neutered cat. It's just gonna sleep a lot. It's not gonna do much. Can't do anything. It's neutered and it's been declawed. It's fucking harmless now. Those guys. It's like yes, some of them are smart. They've got good things to say sometimes. But are they are they going to be in charge? Absolutely not. No. No, because. 
at the, at that level, you need someone. You need people with strong spirits and strong hearts because that's that's where the measure of a person truly is. It's not how much they know. It's it's what kind of person they are. And we've stopped paying attention to that. We've stopped considering that. We've stopped measuring that, and we're just going along autopilot. Blue tie, red tie. They're all they're they're bad people. They're selfish by nature. They're completely self obsessed. They play games. They ignore people's pain and suffering. Yeah, I like I like picking on this guy specifically because of this reason. These these ideas. Oh, this guy's gonna no, dude. No, he's exactly the same. Who was it that had this? Somebody said it. That's not him. Who was this? The guy on. Did I have this in a different? I want to give him a shout out, but I don't know his name now. I can't remember. It wasn't this guy. I don't. I don't think somebody's like, "Yeah, that was me. I was at the at the thing." And he's asking him about what's on the mind of of many people in the actual um, world of reality that can see what's happening are concerned with the question of why is there been no acknowledgement even of what's been happening to uh, Josh Alexander, the seventeen year old. Who's taken a stand against what is, I mean, a nakedly out in the open traditional enemy of our values, gender bending and all of this crazy nonsense, and you have nothing to say? That's very strange. Shouldn't you be heralding, like, this is great. No, you're nothing. Because you're worried about what exactly? Because deep down, you're just the same as them. You either like it and you want it, or you don't care either way, or you're too afraid to confront it anyway. Those are the three scenarios for why you would do what you're doing. And all of those are unacceptable as leader of anything that is opposing this this nightmare because you're already compromised. You're already part of it. You're already kneeling to it. And you won't even acknowledge things like this. And look what he does. And we will not allow the central bank to bring in a digital currency to control our money. Which central bank? <laughs> like, these are very vague statements. He's yelling now. We, we got a gentleman over there. He's, he's like, said, talk about Josh Alexander. Now, in the... Oh, 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 he's clapping. Here's, what's, here's what actually happened again. I'm not going to get the, the music out and do a whole another political theater debrief zone on ESPN 27. Larry and Tom both went rogue. They're on the, they're on the loose now. That might have been one of them. I don't know. They've got they're very politically activated now. They paid attention for too long and they went, This is fucking insane. I can't handle this anymore. And now they're out uh they're far right extremists is what they are. So they're being hunted by the government. We don't know what's happened to Larry Tom. <laughs> so in in the in their absence, so this guy's yelling out, talk about Josh Alexander. Of course he hears him, because you can hear it very clearly. He knows what he's talking about. 
Now the procedure here is to because he's he has the microphone. So the procedure is to keep talking over this guy who doesn't have a microphone while security removes him as he's yelling. So people only remember what you were saying, and the people watching the video remember what you were saying, and you can infer that this is a disruptive. Oh, we got a you know a nutcase here or some call oh, this guy. Oh, we got a guy causing a scene. Geez, you know I'll just. And we just it, we just filler talk and filler, filler, fizzy gone. Okay, good. And nobody remembers the question that was asked in the first place. That's right out of 1984. No, that's Animal Farm. Four legs good, two legs bad. I very rec- recommend that book before. Well, I mean, while you can get it. Before it's too late. They're going to ban a lot of these things eventually. They're already being heavily discouraged and starting to be referenced. This is popular with white supremacists. Like, that's always what it's going to come down to. Four legs good, two legs bad. They have a mantra. They have a narrative. And they just, the drones just follow that wherever it goes. They don't even remember the questions that were being asked. They don't remember any of it. Listen to this. Listen, I'll be happy to chat with you afterwards. I'll be happy to chat with you afterwards. We'll have a chat. Just keep talking. I'll have a chat with this gentleman. Keep keep being condescending about something you know you know damn well what he's talking about. Right. You know what? Look, I understand why people are so frustrated. And transition to the cost of milk. They've been under attack by their government in Ottawa for too long. So they're frustrated and divided and looking for a chance to speak out. And I want that young man to understand that I hear his voice. I feel the pain that he's been suffering. He's a legitimate person. <laughs> wow. Think about being him and doing all of what he just did and what he just said. Knowing what you you know is put yourself in his shoes. That's how he chose to handle this. Oh, it's because the government's attacking people and they're, you know, for too long. They're frustrated and divided and they're trying to speak out and I want him. I hear his pain and suffering. That's not what he was talking about. He deserves the respect of our leaders and ministers. Yeah, he he's going. I'm going to be his servant too by ignoring his. You know the the very loud calls to acknowledge this. I'm just going to completely bullshit skate my way through this whole thing, and no one will even remember what the hell he was yelling about in the first place because they'll be too busy clapping like drunk seals. He's very good at it. I'll give him that. Look, I understand why people are so frustrated. They feel like they're under attack. They've been under attack by their government in Ottawa for too long. So they're frustrated and divided and looking for a chance to speak out. And I want that young man to understand that I hear his voice. I feel the pain that he's been suffering. He's a legitimate person and he deserves the respect, respect of our leaders. Minister means servant. I- a legitimate person. Interesting. Because didn't you call us and me specifically a bunch of odious dirtbags and... And Christine Anderson was a vile racist. It shouldn't even be in the country. So this guy's he's determining already who's uh, who is worthy and unworthy in his eyes. And uh, he's just going to mock this guy his entire existence and pretend like he didn't hear what he said. And he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's never heard that name before ever, actually. And he's yelling about some. He just gives a generic wallpapering of an answer. 
and the people rejoice. I will be his servant as well. Josh who? What's the, what's happening now? Sustainable development. What's the who? What? I want you to know that you're a legitimate person and you have grievances with this government. And under a conservative government, Robert. No, no, the sustainable development goals. Give it a, give it a round of applause for this courageous young man for voicing, using his, his words instead of violence to per- participate in the political process. Now, as I was saying, the cost of milk. He knows what he's doing. Like, it's like, it's. I think it's frustrating because not everybody sees that. They think he mean like, he's. It's all very calculated. It's all very deliberate. This is an art form. This is a skill. And he's very good at it. And it's greasy, greasy. Because if you don't know, you know. And I, and I was referencing another video where uh, uh, Mark Friesen asked him about it point blank, and he's like, "I've never heard of that. I'll have to look into it. That thing you voted on five times. You're going to look into it. You've never heard of it." The other guy, the red guy, the red tie guy, he's wearing a pin of it on his jacket. Have you ever asked about this? Hey, what's that pin for? Oh, this is the new Canada. Hello. Pay attention. Pay attention. We are going to build back better. Mm. What will the cost of milk be? For you, very, very expensive. <laughs> oh, no. Is that what we are to believe? Jeez, I was just taken by surprise. Uh, well, you guys. I'll have to look into it. I'll have to check my notes. Shut up, Millhouse. You know exactly what he's talking about, you bitch. Oh, shut up. Shut up. All right. Oh, my God. We're only half done. Phil, how married to those drugs are you? (laughs) I know. I know. He doesn't have his drugs. Everyone dies. I know. I was just kidding. Jeez. Uh, Anastasia says, read a book and eat lobster three times. You will be hooked. I don't want to be in your weird cult. I'm not doing it. I don't want to be hooked. I see what you people look like from the outside. It's a dark thing to be a lobster head. There's something dark about it. And I've already got enough darkness. I feel like if I add even one more thing, I fear what I'll become. Do you understand? I'm. This is for everyone's safety. This is for everyone's well-being. That there are just certain things that I need to avoid. So just, just leave it alone. <laughs> it's like mayonnaise. Just there's. I have my reasons. Please trust me. It's for everyone's well-being. Doctor Jenstein or Jenstein. We never get to the bottom of this. He says entropy has fucked up for me. Censored. No, it hasn't. I did. I. It says I missed a message on Rumble. I just didn't get back to it yet. Thank you for letting me check. Uh, I have. Yeah, it's been a few minutes. He says, a neighbor, 40 years old, fit and healthy, died suddenly on Friday morning. Father of two young children. We know he took the shot. 
horrible. It's everywhere, man. Uncle Kenny says, uh, I look like the rock lobster guy. <laughs> this is the blood of the lobsters. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And, you know, the cost of milk, right? Chet Chisholm will tell you. Said it right to his face. He's like, I, me personally. He was injured. Many of his friends. People have died. 11 paramedics have died. Hmm, interesting. Well, you're a legitimate person. And I want you to know that under a conservative government, holy shit, man. No, but 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 he's he's different. He's better. He's not better. I found a I came across a I'd never heard Muhammad Ali say this. I'll, I'm gonna save it towards the end. But he has a, a I think he's quoting something, a poem or or something. Maybe something he read somewhere, or maybe he made it up on his own on the spot. I don't think so. I'm just I could be wrong, but I really liked Muhammad Ali. I had a lot of respect for that guy. I guess retroactively because I wasn't alive until after all of these things had done. Anyway talks about like the heart of a man and it's a very important thing and when you i mean that's the heart of that man that's who he is he's willing to ignore the pain and suffering as he's fake acknowledging this guy's pain and suffering how cute is that he's going to ignore the very real pain and suffering of the tens of thousands of people in this country that he gaslit helped gaslight into this nightmare and now he refuses to acknowledge any of it it just doesn't exist But I'm the bad guy. And you're going to rationalize that. You're going to rationalize the Ukraine war. They're pro-war. An insane one that has nothing to do with us. And our side is doing everything to inflame and instigate and make worse. And you're just... The mental gymnastics that people are doing for this to not be true is hilarious to me. Oh, it's just chess, bro. He has to... Yeah, okay. Yeah. If you can't do it when it's easy, you're not going to do it when it's hard. Do you think it's easier to speak truth to power when you're in power or out of power? Because if you're in power, you can do things about stuff, not just talk about them. You can do both. So if you're talking about changing things up, and you're at that level, that's way scarier. People get killed for that. But we are to believe when those the stakes are much lower that, no, nah, they just, it's just tactics, bro. Strategy, bro. The strategy is to let your people die and suffer. And, you know, all this cancer, all of this, just ignore all of this. Just allow this to go on because it's more important that we win so that when we do, everything can stay exactly the same. The heart of a man that ignores the pain and suffering of people that he helped harm is what? Who is that person? They're all, they all share it in common, don't they? What, have any of them said a word? They all ignore it because they all are on board. They're all participating. They're all on the same team here. When it comes to the people versus the political class, they know which one they're in, and they're not on your side. 
They're they're not us. They're di- they're something else. And that's a big reason why we you know, we have to we need the buddy system. Because they have, a, you know, the state and the, the, the forces that compel the state to do what it wants. All over the Western world, I mean, that's a very, that's a very uh, formidable thing you're challenging or, or hoping to avoid being destroyed by or something. When it, when it permits no dissent and no, you know, nothing. I shared something else on the Telegram page a few nights ago. More like journalists are being investigated and arrested all over the world. Like it's getting it's getting gro- dark out there. It's getting greasy. But there's not that many of them, <laughs> and as much power that they do have, the amount that would exist. I mean, how much does an individual person have? Not lots. Not very much. Not by comparison. But there is a lot of them. There's not a lot of those people, but there's a lot of of the other kind and uh, tens of millions added together, collectivized, unified, working together. That little bit multiplied by however many millions pushing in the same direction, that becomes a big fish very quickly. And when there's already a big fish looking for whom or what it may devour, it will avoid the other big fish. Because that's not a guaranteed win. That might actually be death. So we're just going to go ahead and leave that alone. And that is why, that, that's where that saying comes from. If you want peace, prepare for war. The, whatever it is, sic para, parabellum, the fucking Latin, whatever, you know. <laughs> weird Romans, they were gay anyway. They were doing weird butt stuff too. <laughs> It's the season. A fairy said something about that the other night. I was like, that's funny. It's the season of butt stuff. But that's what it means. The the more formidable and ready to throw down that you are, the more likely that nobody's going to want a piece of you ever. Thus, you maintained the peace and security and protection and freedom to, you know, grow and live and think, you know, un, you know, without fear, without worrying that somebody's going to come take your shit and kill you and all this kind of stuff. The freedom is essential to be for all of those things to exist. But you can't have it if the balance of power is so one-sided where like, oh no, you have to do whatever the giant fish says or it'll just eat you and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, that's not that's no life. What is that? That's not how our ancestors intended for us to live. That's not how anyone should live. And we don't have access to these massive court like we we have to we have to compete differently. And without um, you know, without cooperation, uh <laughs> how far do you think you'll get, you know? completely on your own it's not it's not going to be that far that's not a, as as big of a fish as you can be you're only ever you're only ever really going to be you know compared to that and the shared culture and the connections you guys are you know you build um 
it becomes like a very real bond, especially as we've all been kind of forced together in this way from the last couple of years. It's forced people. I mean, hey, I know more who my friends are now than any other time in my life. I am as 100% clued into the people around me and what's going on than ever. And it's great. I suspect that's been true for a lot of people out there. That they, you know, some people you thought might have, nope, turns out nope. And other people you never would have guessed would show up to give you a hand, and there they are. Life's funny that way. So it's almost like we're all refugees of our old lives, stranded. And to rebuild what we, you know, a semblance of a kind of a future that we would have liked to have had that could resemble something maybe kind of normal. The only chance we have to do that is to collect and find the other refugees, band together, and try to repair uh, what's been taken from us. Because it's not going to come from them. They're not, they're not handing out, hey, all right, all right, that's enough of the nonsense. That's never going to happen. And then, of course, it would have been it would be much more difficult to go through a lot of this stuff, um, you know, on our own, on my own. I wouldn't have wanted to have done it. And I'm very grateful and thankful for you guys in the community and, and my friends and compatriots and you know fellow terrorists in the in the meme genocide that we're conducting. I wouldn't want to. Uh, I mean, how do you do? You can't do any of that stuff alone, right? And again. Make sure you give them give, give them some support. You know, East Coast Canadian. These things happen, and and these things are going to continue to happen. So we need each other. We need each other to lean on each other as a family and as a as a you know a displaced people in a sense. Because there's nobody else. This show's called Bro Him. Who else? Who else you got now? Who are you going to depend on now? After going through all of that, you should have a pretty good idea. It's the the filtering process is complete. Post convoy, all that stuff's over. Everything's shaken out now. How does the landscape look now? Who do you trust now? An ear to hear, he says, my tithe for the metaphor, man. Thank you, sir. Doings, how appropriate. We remember not the sound of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. It's a very loud noise, isn't it? Littlefoot says, uh, lobsters are basically face huggers. Sorry, by uh, half hour behind. He's just catching up now. 
That's a great song, Bro Him, Pennywise. Love that one. And something else we've lost and, you know, had kind of taken from us over the years is that, you know, there's no men's clubs anymore. There's no real clans or everybody's just in their houses on their phones. Like things are so radically different now. It's it's disturbing. It's it is uh a, it's worrying. Like I'm a, I'm concerned as a human being that like I don't know if this is going to we are going to pay for this, aren't we? This is bad. Things are <laughs> It's just crazy. I hope so. But I, I, you know, history is starting to prove that no, it's not the case. All right. Rumble, anybody? I don't think so. I think I'm all caught up here. What time is it, Mr. Wolf? Good. Good. I don't get to go free yet. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. What was I talking about? Terrible, terrible leaders. Oh, this is, uh, yeah. Had it saved on a tweet. This is what I was talking about. You hired a crisis. Again, you paid for it. Charge the idiots. They'll pay for it. They'll pay for anything. Some interesting studies. What else? What have I got on the desktop here? <laughs> no. I mean... This is how disturbing it's become. This is interesting. This is um, a a bunch of kids, obviously. And they're in a Capitol building somewhere in the United States, and they're singing the national anthem. And, And staff interrupts them to stop them from singing. Because apparently, it was offensive to someone. That guy just caved immediately. I'm like, sorry, I can't hear you over the over the beautiful national anthem I'm listening to. You're gonna have to just wait till it's over. The part they didn't get to sing was the land of the free and the home of the what. Guess we'll find out. <sighs> but don't sing the national anthem. It's it's very racist. <laughs> it's upsetting to people. Post national states. And be glad you served in the military as well. <sighs> what I say about dark humor? Um <laughs> So this is earlier in the month. I missed oh well, I didn't miss it, but I just you know, until till now. I don't, the numbers are disputable, but um, <laughs> this guy says, "How is this possible? Were there, was there HIV blood samples in the vaccines? Nope, nope, that's not what happened. A, a a couple of doctors did describe in 2021 from their own independent uh, observations that uh, it's possible." That some people may be in a different category of health than they otherwise should be if they hadn't have done the slutty pokey thing many times. (laughs) 
drastic increase in a in HIV and AIDS. Well, if your immune system was destroyed, I suppose that could happen. <laughs> Luckily, the Department of Defense has presented, it's come with a presentation for you guys just to really um, lay out the situation here. It's a musical. It's only a minute long, but they think uh, you'll get the point of... Um, what the situation, the readiness is of the uh, American fighting forces right now. Everyone has AIDS. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. AIDS, 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 AIDS. Everyone has AIDS. And so this is the end of our story. And everyone is dead from AIDS. It took from me my best friend. My only true pal. My only bright star. I shouldn't be able to make this joke. That's how fucked up this timeline's become. There's a hero inside of all of us. This should be total schizo mode, but most people are like, yep. My father AIDS. My sister AIDS. My uncle and my cousin and her best friends. AIDS. The gays and the straights and the whites and the spades. Everyone has AIDS. My grandma and That's that's the best thing I've seen come out of the out of the government in, in quite a while. That was very well produced, very um, to the point, very informative. <laughs> so yeah, maybe may you could do a Canadian version. Everyone gets made. Do 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 do. Made 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 made. Yeah, just kill everybody. When you were a kid, <laughs> do you ever think you'd grow? You ever think, man, when I grow up, I bet there'll be suicide chambers because so many people will choose to just die rather than go on anymore, and the government will pay for it and murder them for a fee. <laughs> I bet in the future everyone has AIDS. Oh, man. Uh, and ear to hear says, I'm so, oh, this is a God. How old are you, sir? I'm sofa king. We Todd it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was like, oh, that's funny. When I was 12 years old on like M-I-R-C. So. Uh, uh, I mean, but now you're a bigger asshole than me. Everyone's like, that AIDS stuff is not funny. I'm like, yeah, I, but this guy did that now. So thank you. Thank you for taking the heat off me. <laughs> Jenstein says, um, is it Steen or Stein? We don't know. He won't explain. Sus. Very sus. He says, survival training this summer in the wilderness for three days with guys I trust. No food, no phones, only weapons and fishing rod. Okay, I don't bring booze. <laughs> we might eat each other. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. If I disappear, you know what happened. I hope not, because I need you to pay my bills now. Um, you're basically doing it all. Uh, 
So I can afford to lose a lot of things, but if I lose Dr. Jenstein, I'm I'm in trouble. This is going to be a problem. Don't get eaten. Don't get killed. If you have to eat them to survive, you do what you got to do, but you get home safe. <laughs> you get home safe. It's important. M-I-R-C, right? 485. Ah, hilarious. Those were the days, remember? When we weren't worried about all of the nonsense. We have a roaming band of maniacs. Interesting thread from Keith Woods that's going around. Joe Rogan retweeted hilariously. Research. Recent research. Uh, the relationship between people with left-wing authoritarian politics, narcissism, and psychopathy. Or psychopathy. I don't know how to say the word. I've heard it both ways. I don't know who's right. And I'm just not going to take sides on this one. It's another conspiracy I'm not getting into. Getting involved. I've got too much. I don't have the energy for it. Again, the darkness. It can only handle so much. He says, interestingly... Seems to vindicate many earlier thinkers who theorized about the connection between leftism and pathology. They're insane. We all know this. We don't need studies, but it's nice that someone did one. Strong correlation between left authoritarianism and dark triad traits. It did not find greater altruism or commitment to social justice. Interesting. So they conclude that for these people, their left-wing views are simply a way for them to express power over others. Tracking so far. In 1906, a socialist named John Spargo wrote on the pathologies he believed had informed the Bolshevik Revolution. Hi, I'm the Bolshevik Revolution. You may remember me from such genocides as the Holodomor, <laughs> the slaughtering of the royal family, and many other gulags and war camps, the Gulag Archipelago. <laughs> And so on. You know, those people. Spargo had firsthand contact with leading Bolsheviks. He was shocked by the ease with which they could hold contradictory views on issues like free speech. Sounds familiar. It's the ideology of evil. It's, it's, it's just evil. It's an evil monstrosity that infects the minds of men and twists them and perverts them into being agents of darkness. That's my Alex Jones interpretation. But that that is accurate. That is 100% accurate. That's the doctrine. That's word for word out of the Bible of what's going on here. There's no... It's perfect. It's a perfect description. Spargo observed what he called hysterical hyperesthesia among the Bolshevik leadership. Many of the symptoms of this condition he describes are things we would today associate with narcissistic personality disorder. What's this? Exaggerated egoism, extreme intolerance, intellectual vanity, hypercriticism, self-indulgence, craving for mental and emotional excitement, excessive dogmatism, hyperbolic language, impulsive judgment, emotional instability, intense hero worship, propensity for intrigue and conspiracies, rapid alternation of extremes to e of exaltation and depression, violent contradictions in tenaciously held opinions and beliefs, periodic, swift, and unsystematic changes of mental attitude. The current thing. Not every individual invariably exhibits all of these characteristics, of course, nor are these the only characteristics generally symptomatic of hysteria to be observed in this type. He's talking about the Bolsheviks of 1906 are the same today. That's why they're called communists, because that's what they are. 
A close relationship between narcissism and left-wing authoritarianism. Oh, wait. Oh, he's uh, tweeting himself. Oh, he's, uh, okay, there's a Peterson study quoted here. High correlations, antagonistic narcissism, and left-wing authoritarianism might be literally the same thing, says Jordan Peterson. Another who undertook the study of this topic was the psychotherapist Andre Lobachowski. Phew, it's a tough one. Sounds Romanian or Polish, and that's, I can't even do those. He coined the term pathocracy to describe the process where a pathological minority rule over a majority. Often these are intellectuals that seize on the discontent of a majority. Uh-oh. I can't, their language is, I can't do it. Had conducted secret research on the role of psychopaths in, the, in communist Poland. Okay, he's Polish. He described how psychopaths quickly realize the traumatic effect their personalities have on others and realize the power this gives them to advance their goals through terror traumatic effect their personalities have i have a very traumatic effect on 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 them so i wonder i'm probably evil yeah i could be i mean i'm, I'm dressed like literally the devil right now so <laughs> since ideology is uh, simply is simply a what a means for the psychopath to liberate themselves from what they feel are oppressive normal human customs uh you know it's all a cage we need to liberate people from things like genders Every great social movement can thereby become a host upon which some pathocracy initiates its parasitic life. Oh, boy. Means we should we would expect narcissists and psychopaths to be especially attracted to ascendant movements which allow them to cancel, dominate, and terrorize others. Today, this is provided by the radical left, especially in the form of anti-whiteism and the trans movement. Well, there you go. Remember this video? This woman was, like, being yeah shouted down and attacked by a mob for, like... They're nuts. He's definitely describing uh, some 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 definitely a lot of political figures, isn't he? Man, we're in rough shape. We're in for it, man. It's going to be a collision. Um, this the post millennials. So certain forms of activism might provide them opportunities for positive self presentation and displays of moral superiority. Far-left extremism linked to narcissism. Bern, Switzerland University has revealed that those who partake in the far-left activism are far more likely to exhibit narcissistic personality traits and psychopathic tendencies. <laughs> Not news, but I'm glad somebody did it. Researchers Alex Bertrams and Anne Crispenge that wasn't Italian. I don't know why I said it like that, but I like to have fun. I like to have fun, and if you don't like it, you're banned forever. Your execution, town square, tomorrow, Philip, whatever method he wants. It's usually ugly and dirty and messy. Anne Crispenge, you're happy now, found that many activists do not believe in what they purport to stand for and are simply using the cause to prop up their own perceived moral superiority and social standing. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's a very apt and succinct and uh, on-point description, isn't it? In an interview with the uh, Psy Post, must be a must be a magazine for psychologists. Bertrams and Crispens explained that narcissists are drawn to endorsing left-wing anti-hierarchical aggression via the dark ego principle, 
which Aruz, Aruz probably means argues. Who edited this? Hmm. No byline, huh? Suspicious. That activism can be used as a vehicle to satisfy their own ego-focused needs instead of actually aiming at social justice and equality. Jesus, like this guy's watching the same show I am. Imagine. Imagine. Scientists. Scientists, Ricky. They fucking agree with us. The scientists do. I'm not fucking listening to no suit-wearing egghead bubbles. <laughs> suit dummies. In particular, certain forms of activism might provide them with opportunities for self, uh, positive self-presentation that displays of moral superiority to gain social status, dominate others. Yes, yes, we talked about this. Pair have completed a number of studies on left-wing activism, including one which argued that those who took part in LGBTQ protests were more likely to exhibit pathological narcissism, which he described, which can be described as an exaggerated sense of uniqueness, immodesty, and a desire for high praise by others. They pointed out that exploitativeness, example, I can make anyone believe anything I want them to, was a major draw, as it would give participants a feeling of superiority. So they want to be worshipped, huh? Really? Has anyone gotten that? Imp- I've never gotten that impression. Are you guys getting? The, are you getting the impression that the, these these left wing maniacs they they need to be worshipped? They want to be worshipped all the time. They must be worshipped, and if you don't worship them, they'll fucking come after you. I that that's a so that's a foreign, alien, brand new, hot off the press idea. I don't I don't know. I'm gonna have to sit and digest this one for a little while. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not news, but I appreciate somebody did it. Had to be done, had to be said. Maybe it'll make a difference for somebody. Where do I go now? Oh, oh, I don't even want to. <laughs> Just all bad news. It's nothing good. Tell me a good story, Papa. There's, there's nothing Go to bed and dream of a brighter future because it's the only way you'll ever see anything delightful in this lifetime. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Don't don't say that to your kids. <laughs> but I really want to be a fighter pilot. Sorry, you're white. They're not doing that anymore. This was just, I thought this was funny. It's like, oh, services are no longer required. Goodbye. Goodbye, Air Force. Royal Air Force told to stop choosing useless white pilots. Leaked emails reveal. (laughs) After the claims the service has been put under intolerable pressure to hit diversity targets. No way. Oh, I'm not paying for this. Leaked emails to the Telegraph. Yeah, I mean, that's not surprising. It's not important who the best pilots are. It's not important how sharp and deadly our weapons are that we need to defend our people from harm. What's important is diversity quotas. We need 30% of this and 30% of that and 40% of this, and we need to decolonize. These are the things that keep us safe, everyone. They're like, okay, they're insane, obviously, right, guys? I mean, that's just, that's insane. That's what an insane person would think. That has no bearing or basis on anything. Do you understand what you're dealing with? This is the military. 
This isn't a social justice club. This is a very important institution. You can't be fucking around. Oh, God, you're doing it anyway? Okay. Oh, you're doing it with everything. Everything is not. It's no longer who the best choice for the job is, who's the most qualified, and who's the best performer. It's feelings. We're, we're running our country based on whose feelings are hurt. Oof. All I have is this protein drink, and I'm just, it's all, I, for a second while I'm drinking it, I can just think about that, and I don't have, I'm not living here for that brief moment in time. I think I got a solid half a second without thinking about something horrible. Not bad. It's an improvement. Half of Nova Scotia's on fire. It's going to rain all week, so hopefully that's over. But they did fire a lot of the firemen. <laughs> so they've been having difficulty with it, as you can imagine. The resources are strained, they say. The resources are strained. Um, so, you know. Effective at 4 p.m. today, all travel and activity with Nova Scotia's, within Nova Scotia's woods is banned. Okay. Effective. <laughs> they banned the, they, they banned the woods. <laughs> I can't, man. Stop it! Stop this. Stop this now. Uh, this is wild. Because because uh, people being in the woods, that's so fun. If we just ban the woods. Wow. Wow. Anything yeah. Here's my uh here's my solution. Um don't fire your emergency service workers because when there's an emergency, you need them to fight the emergency. And when you fire a whole bunch of them and don't replace them, you're under strength for said emergencies. So when emergencies come up, like, oh geez, a big fire that starts to get out of control thereby, you have enough emergency workers to contain and suppress and mitigate and destroy the emergency. Gets hard to do when you fire a bunch of the emergency workers and then don't hire them back because politicians or politics and feelings are the reasons we make decisions on how to run and manage this country now. We're doing it on feelings and politics and what's popular and what do we have to do? We are literally willing to let half the fucking town burn to the ground because of politics. No, we can't hire those emergency workers back because the vaccines, man. Oh, that thing you guys stopped giving a shit about like a year ago? You're still doing this? Yeah, I mean, basically out of spite. There's literally no reason not to not to bring them back. I mean, one minute you guys are like, we need boosters every fucking three months. And now it's like, you know what? Fuck it. It's, all, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. So, what? no, don't bring them back. They can go to hell. The nurses, the paramedics, the cop, everybody. No, fuck them. We would rather burn this place to the ground than admit we were wrong. This is Nova Scotia. We're definitely not those things that I was just describing from Keith Woods' uh, Twitter, Twitter thread there. No. No. It's, it's wild, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile... 
I just like this. I like to see what's, you know. And, you know, Toronto, listen, when's this election coming up? It's coming up soon. I mean, I wish him the best. I think I think Sky would be a great man. I think it would be amazing. I would be so much fun to watch. And he would say and do these things that people are craving. And he would go after people. I have no doubt in my mind. None. I'm like, I want to see that. I want to see a. I want to see a wild animal just ah, run into city hall and just start tearing through the fucking place. Like a, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> However, and there does appear to be more registered voters now than ever before in Toronto's history, and there could be a lot of mail imbalance, and we don't know. You know. Because the status quo has been doing a great job, Toronto. They're, I mean, this is take a ride on the famous Toronto transit system, the TTC. You should try it. It's very diverse. People are lighting fireworks now when they're not stabbing each other. It's not popping. It's not popping. You you could just be on the bus and explode and maybe catch fire. I mean, who wouldn't? Chris Sky is the problem in this town. We need to make sure we need to make sure we stop him. And I'll remind you, Toronto, you're not so fucking big yourself. All right. These Toronto people with their Toronto attitudes. And they scoff and they go, oh, bro, you don't even know. You don't understand. Everyone else hates you. <laughs> you know, the Toronto people. I'm from Toronto. We all call it Toronto. We don't even say the other T because it's not even worth fucking pronouncing. Toronto. I'm from Toronto. Okay, America. Get out of here. Toronto. And they'll be like, you know, Chris Guy's just not qualified. He's so unprofessional. Okay, this is Toronto. We have standards. We're a we're, I mean, we're Toronto. We're, we're a city trying so hard to be New York. I'm also, I'm New York, President's Choice, New York. Yeah, you're so much better than everybody. Remember, um, let's take a walk through memory lane, shall we? A high class, highbrow, fucking highfalutin Toronto people. Who else did you have for mayor? You've had some interesting mayors. Yo, what's going on? Dude, dude, that, that party animal Rob, he's at it again. Come on. Oh, shit, I gotta see this. Let's go. He's, uh, he's been doing this for hours. Yeah, he's, uh, he's at least entertaining though, right? City one day. <laughs> That'd be so stupid. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like party mayor. Yeah, party mayor. 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 I'm right there with Ron you guys. Ford went on to become the 64th mayor of Toronto. Let's go. A stain in the city's history. <laughs> he was one of the best mayors they've ever had. 
Random at best is who made that. Very funny. Canadian hair. He's a stain on this city's history. Yeah, right. He was very popular for a reason. Not because he was a party. I mean, that was an unfortunate side effect. I mean, you don't want to have a mayor that smoked crack and is a party animal and was constantly hammered and out of control and fighting people at hockey games and this shit he got up to. Um, but he's a va- he, that is you know he was vastly superior to the fucking some of the crap they've tried out. How, how's Tory doing? Isn't he? Uh, when he's not putting money in the trannies g strings, he's having fucking weird affairs and touching people and yeah oh yeah toronto a place that always thinks it's better than you but don't check don't look very far and don't go down young street and if you do wear nose plugs it's not our fault somebody peed everywhere right before you got here it's very beautiful it's the best toronto number one drake is from here yeah i don't care I'm just picking on Toronto. It's you make it too easy. Come on, whatever lobster, lobster people, fucking farm having East Coast woods and trees and people on boats probably. Whatever they you know probably like shitty roads and like fucking probably not even that many restaurant chain selections. You don't even ha- I mean. You don't even have you don't even have a mur- you don't even have an apocalypse now Mad Max murder subway line. We do. We're Toronto. We have the Thunderdome on skates. Just wheels around town. Anything can happen. It's like fucking free UFC. Just get on the transit. See what happens. You might as well. Men should just be riding the fucking transit system in Toronto in just like full geese all the time. Like, why are you dressed like this? Like, is is this not, is this not where men to fuck come to do war, do to do battle? Apparently, it is. They don't even have that outside of Toronto. Oh no, what do they have? I don't know, horses or something. They don't even have a murder train. They fucking shoot fireworks off and stab people and punch the driver and crash the bus and oh my god, man! I would never use it. I would I would literally walk across the city before I use that. Even in the day, I'm like, I don't. It's not worth the risk. Uh, uh, Jen Steen says, "Happy to support you." Feels like the best thing I can do. They treat you like shit and it pisses me off. Eh, they don't like me. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, is he still getting a pension? Get rid of that. And make sure he doesn't have a bank account to put it into either. Yeah. 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 Let's go to his house at one in the morning and wake up little ones. Yeah. We could come back at 2 a.m. if you like. If that's better. Yeah. Oh, they're so cool. Slick Willie says, I heard Fidel's illegitimate loser son robbed you. Wanted to let you know we appreciate you. They Well, they didn't... In a, in a sense, I am dumping my entire life, uh, dumped, gone, my entire life savings into this legal defense, but. Now I'm a supervillain, though. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's something. You take what you can get from a situation. Um, but thanks, man. I appreciate it. Slick Willie and another one. Soaker City says, lobster bug is just an excuse for fat asses to actually drink butter. 
Yes. I yes, that's that's what it is. You're right. Nobody even knows what straight lobster bug tastes like. I challenge anyone to tell me what it tastes like without butter. <laughs> they just want to drink butter. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Thank you for for putting that together for me. That's been bothering me. <sighs> They're fighting over there. Did Cesus leave yet? No, they stay. Well, they might go to bed early. They do have to get up early. They have to get up and salute the pride flag every morning at 5 a.m. as it goes up with the sunrise. So they can't stay up late, but they'll they'll catch up um, in the morning when they're going over, when they're eating their fucking kale and lobster, (laughs) fucking vegan farmed, you know, BPA, plastic free. Came here on a on a fucking you know zero net carbon a stork delivered the lunch. That's what they'll be eating when they go over this tomorrow. And they got to work using the bike lane that cost the city thirty million dollars, and only nine people use it. Three of them work at Cesis. They're all they're all of them are originally from Toronto. Okay, so what does that tell you? I wish we had Toronto's transit here. There's far not enough people being killed on the subway. It's not very diverse. No, it's not. I haven't seen a beheading yet. <sighs> mayonnaise milk. Okay, I'm not looking at any more of these chats. You guys are talking about mayonnaise milkshakes and crazy weird stuff over there. It's only 2.30. Two hours and 30 minutes of this. And you people are still here. I... Are you guys being paid? Sometimes I wonder. Like, what keeps somebody here this long? Who? What are they really up to? Who do you really serve? What does it all mean? You know? Wildfires. I don't want to talk about the wildfires anymore. It's so stupid. I got that for later. I did talk about this a bit. Last few nights. And it's just funny how things kind of come up about why a lot of the tactics and methods used to elicit compliance uh, are based on empathy. And they're based on manipulation, feelings of guilt, and emotional, you know, pleas to the emotion. And when, and and we have a very feminized society, haven't we? Because toxic masculinity has been discouraged. That's, of course, the... Code word, sentence, phrase for anything that is like a traditional masculine presence must be numbed out, mitigate, like suppress. You know, got to give that some Novocaine and just calm that down. <laughs> gonna gonna roofie that drink a little, you know, because men are far less agreeable traditionally. They used to be a lot of them anyway, and it's harder to make them do what you want than it is for women. Women are far more agree on the agreeable. To- it's a personality trait. Look it up. I mean, not not everybody. Are you saying no? Nine out of ten, though. Yes. Are you the one that's not good for you? <laughs> I'll fucking show you. I'll stab you. Yeah. Well, see, hysterical women again. <laughs> if you get mad, you're hysterical. If I get mad, I'm hysterical. If I didn't say anything, I'm a doormat. Yeah, you can't win. There's no winning. Nobody comes here to win. They come here to be abused. That's why I'm here, because it's uh, the only way I can feel anything anymore. (laughs) Anyway, 
finds Canadian women in particular are more likely to adhere to social and democratic values than men. This is code news speak, news code speak. What's social and democratic values? It means what you think it means. What they've redefined it to mean. Being woke. Respect for the law, gender equality, and diversity are a few of the Canadian values identified in the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Diversity? Really? Gender equality? Real? Like, you? <laughs> they mean it in an entirely different way. But to all Canadians share the same degree? No statistics from the general social survey science of stimulistics camera dean where we live. I'm doing a TikTok. I'm a TikTok journalist. Examined values across different camera dean demographics and found that Canadine women are more likely to closely adhere to most social and democratic values than Canadian men. No, it just means they're more agreeable. Whatever you say, like speaking of agree, here, here's where the women in the Middle East live, veiled up and, you know. We need equality and diversity. You know there's women that are basically enslaved in the world, right? Like whole swaths of them. I'm not free! Um... I, oof, I don't know. I think you might want to scroll through the pages of history of, you know, the experience of being a woman on Earth and uh, count your lucky stars that you're alive now, here. Best possible outcome for you ever in human history. It's not enough. I'm so oppressed. Oh, my God. Not enough men are killing themselves. Yeah, yeah, taking the title. <sighs> What's this? Oh, yes. Speaking of agreeable people. I mean, this is just... <laughs> what do you think about the government? This is wild. This is not good to watch, but let's watch it. Government's <laughs> attitude towards immigration. Oh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I think it's a bit ridiculous. A woman with green hair and elf ears thinks it's ridiculous. It's like the British government. I mean, British people went to all everyone else's countries first, and now they're trying to stop people from coming here. It's a bit insane. Yeah, it's literally that simple. That's lit. That's so smart. That's all there is to it. Wow, total genius. Wait, they told me immigration was a net benefit. They told me diversity was a strength. They told me cultural enrichment was a noble virtue. Now they admit the truth that it's actually a form of punishment. It's terrible. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's, it seems like, from what I've gathered, like... It's, it's very much like, yeah, like... Like, let's totally, like, lower the voting age to, like, yeah. 16. Yes. Like, like keep, keep people out, and it's very, like... It's not very... It's just silly, because the British Empire was built on the... There you, go. there you go. She said the words British Empire argument over. In, in Africa. So now declining the entrance from, for people from other countries to Britain is just silly, because Britain is not white. It's not just, like... British people only. It's literally built on the colony. Used to be. It's funny. It's like watching a. It's like watching children try to explain how like a uh, like a combustion engine works, and they're so confident with it. You know. Yeah, the, 
magic liquid goes in, okay, and it goes into the belly of the of the grumbly bumbly, and you know you press the button that makes it go, and that's how. I mean, that's science. I mean, that's how it works. Everybody knows that. That's how a lawnmower works. Yes, that is that is how lawnmowers work. Uh huh. Can you go in any more detail, or can you expand on these thoughts you have? I nope. I this is I could barely put a sentence together actually. <laughs> you should be president. So well, now we're declining the interest from other people from other countries. It's just completely like out of nowhere. Ah, there they go ah! again. So it's reverse colonialism. Reverse out of nowhere. Colonization. But I thought it was a good thing. Now you're saying it's payback, righteous revenge. And for what? Some people say colonialism was just modernization. Others say it was brutal occupation. Tell you what didn't happen under British colonialism. They didn't replace the native populations of those countries, did they? Now consider other European countries that have absorbed huge numbers of migrants from Africa and the Middle East. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't recall hearing about the Swedish Empire in history class. I don't recall learning about the Swedish brutal colonization and occupation of third world countries. The Canadian Reich was particularly terrible. Yet they've took in the most migrants out of perhaps any Western country. I mean, what did they do to deserve this fantastic cultural enrichment that's also simultaneously a punishment? The British government. They act like the Tories have shut the borders down and ordered mass deportations. When net migration under the Tories just hit a record high of 606,000, with over a million entering in a single year alone. Not to mention the tens of thousands of others coming over in boats. If you love mass uncontrolled immigration, you should love the Tories. Yet they think it's still not enough. We may be a small overpopulated island nation. With a just like here. They want more migrants legally faster. The the opposition and he's talking about the fake conservatives in Britain, like we have here in Canada, like they have in Australia, like they have in the United States everywhere. They want to do it legally faster. We're gonna have response those are your options. Just reckless, full steam ahead communism, global communist dictatorship, or responsible communism. A more boring, down to earth um <laughs> Slightly more financially responsible communism. <laughs> it's great. A crumbling welfare system and a healthcare system coming apart at the seams. A housing market completely unaffordable for the vast majority of young people. Because house building can't keep up with the relentless onslaught of new people pouring in year after year. What's the solution? More people. I mean, let's just import the entire sh third world. Sh shut what up, Paul. Possibly go wrong. Shut up. Good. Scary, because people are going to start cluing in that, like, man, all the problems he's describing are the same problems that are here, and the same problems that are there, and the same. And people are going to start to wonder, geez, are all of these governments colluding together, being run, controlled by the same people? Could that be? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> We're so screwed. But yeah, they're just openly like, no, it's cultural enrichment. It's it's punishment. Well, they colonized all them, so they should be able to fucking get... Oh, brilliant. Good good logic, yes. <sighs> and, you know, I feel bad leaving it off. I did talk a lot of trash about the TTC in Toronto, and, you know, it's not, it's not that bad, okay? Actually, they're working on it. Things are getting better. Things are getting a lot better, and there's been some new measures... 
I don't think it's really hit the news yet. It's kind of, it's a weekend, right? So you might be getting this early. Um, but if you're ex- if you do live in Toronto, you'll be excited to know and relieved to hear and understand that uh, they're rolling out two S L G B T Q Q I A plus alert chime. Okay, and that's going to ensure customers and employees uh, uh, feel safe. So there's going to be a chime that's going to make them that make everyone so there. Like there's nothing to worry about. Like, you need the fucking Ninja Turtles to clean up that place at this point. This is like, you need supernatural. We need supernatural responses to this level of craziness. We need the Ghostbusters. Somebody get me the Ghostbusters. Like, hey, the subways are a vibe. The, the, the whole thing, the whole public transit's a nightmare. People are getting killed, stabbed. They're shooting fireworks off. There's fights everywhere. It's crazy violent. Nobody can stop the Do you? Uh, yes, we're going to be unveiling an alert chime. It's going, it's going to, it's going to just, you're going to be able to see rainbows and that's going to make everyone so relaxed and happy. And, um, you know, they're going to feel safe. They're going to feel safe with a, with a dick in their ass. That's, that makes people feel safe. I guess the Toronto Transit Commission is rolling out this fucking. Oh, it gets bigger and bigger. It's now two S L G B T Q. There's two Q's. I A plus. <sighs> if I, I'm just playing a game in my head where I'm pretending I'm seeing this for the first time. I've been given a glimpse of the future. In my timeline, it's still 1994. I've just finished watching Terminator 2 for like the 12th time because I'm a very strange kid. And so I was like, hey, you want to see a, something from the future? Sure. And I see this flag. And it says, well, e slay, Wellesley, we slay. I, I don't know what that means. There's a pound sign. And... Like, did we get conquered by aliens? What is this? 2SLGBTQQIA+. Is this their flag? Have we been... Have we been conquered... We've been conquered by aliens. Is this their alien language? That's their name? The... 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 Of planet pride have conquered the world, I see. And it's... um committed to ensuring all customers and employees feel safe, welcome, and included on public transit. The current chime that plays before platform announcements will be replaced (laughs) with one sung by Toronto's Singing Out Choir, a queer group that describes itself as the city's largest, quote, non-auditioned mixed voice to community choir. So the aliens have a choir of non-auditioned mixed voice. Uh, does that mean like like with a mixer? Like live? Are they... What do you mean? What? Non-auditioned? What does that mean? People just show up? Anybody? This sounds terrible. Oh, there's an example. Who wants to see it? <laughs> I feel like I feel like um, the burden of of. I mean, we need to hear it now, right? 
How are we not going to hear it now? How are we not going to hear what a non-auditioned mixed voice choir sounds like? I think we need to. This is what it... It doesn't exist! No! They've taken it down. How dare you? Or is this a better link? Does this one work? No, it's gone. Tweet's gone. I can't believe this. This is a... This is an atrocity. They did, they did cover this. Six buzz. Meanwhile, on the TTC, yeah, it's a party. Everything's a party. It's great. According to a poll, 71% of people in Ontario feel less safe riding on public transit than they did last, while another poll found about 40% of the users feel the system is pretty unsafe or very unsafe. So half the population, roughly, is like going on the transit is, to, is, is rolling the dice. You're going in the casino of life when you take that ride. Make sure you worship the alien slayer fucking rainbow, whatever that is, because it sounds like they're pretty, they're going to kill you, it sounds like, if you don't worship them. They did need, they need to be worshipped. It's very important. It's very important. If anybody brings anything up, if you say, hey, don't, don't worry about that, because the, the price of milk is all you need to focus on. This is, uh, anybody ever heard of Kelowna? British Columbia, kind of famous place, very touristy. I wonder if anybody outside Canada is curious as to what it looks like now. To find a better land. She just smiled and laughed at me. It's built back better. Better than ever. You've got the Toronto subways. You've got the vibrant downtown community in British Columbia. Right? I mean, things are going well in this country, I think. Listen to the music. What's not to like? It's only a homeless encampment that goes on as far as the eye can see. It doesn't... The music is uplifting. This is a good thing. These are legitimate people. Under a conservative blah, blah, blah. The two ghastly blah, blah, blah. We stand conservative. They, we stand with whatever it is. We stand with it. Just tell me what it is, and I'll make sure my fucking crisis team that I've hired with your money uh, puts it through a filter. So it comes out the right way, and I don't I don't reveal myself to be this pompous, narcissistic psychopath that I am. It's very important I manage that image, because I don't think people want to vote for me if they know that. Uh, Jenstein says, fought and died for this country. We show respect for one day. The weak movement gets a season. The weak movement gets a season. Uh, he says he saw a huge group of people in the park today kneeling and praying for Allah. Why not pray for the precious home where we live, which is getting systematically destroyed by incompetent dumb puppets? Well, they don't. They're more attached to that. That's who they are. They're not. This is secondary. This whole the whole idea of a country that's not really important. Probably should have thought about that before we imported millions of them, but a little late now. And we're going to get more and more. And we're going to have more of everybody everywhere all the time. Not enough doctors, not enough houses, not enough jobs. Everything's too expensive. Cost of living. 
Violent crimes exploding. Yes, this is the perfect time to bring in more people than ever before at a rate that will replace the demographics itself, changing the face of the nation permanently forever. Brilliant. Brilliant. What's, I mean, who doesn't love this? It's a great idea. It's one of the best ideas I've never had. Party mayor. Party mayor would never have allowed this. Party mayor. Crack pipe or no crack pipe. I don't I don't know. Now we'll never know where he would have fit. And again, a new immigration program. Yet another one. Oh good. Eighty-two occupations. The highly anticipated targeted draws. Oh, yeah. We'll just fix everything with immigration. Tens of thousands of Canadians were uh, let go of the workforce. You know, th these vacancies are people's jobs that you took away because of these vaccine mandates, and now you're going to fill them with replacements from third world countries. Cute. We have to fill this, this, this 82 occupation. Yeah, what happened? Did a, did a huge, sizable portion of your workforce just suddenly disappear? Are they injured? Did they quit? Did they retire? Were they forced out? What happened? What happened, bro? <laughs> I'm sure this is it's been it's going to rain all week here. It's been raining for 2 days. Take the wildfire situation as seriously as we are. The minister urges Nova Scotians how serious like not hiring firemen? Not like bunch of volunteers were trying to help participate too and they said no. Like it just complete idiot response. Oh, it's because people are in the woods and they're fucking cigarette pots out the window. There was three, uh, you know, arson attempts just in Pictou County where I live. This is mostly arson and uh, hard to contain. It's going to be a problem if it gets out of control because you, again, laid off your emergency service workers. Do we need to go over that again? Is that the... F Look at how much of that area is burned out. That's a lot. Oh boy! See where it stretches into these different area, residential areas, man. Whew. Hundreds of homes destroyed. Uh, they do have five hundred bucks for you, though, and we're gonna scold people on TV and say maybe a hashtag friggin' ban the woods. We did Slava Ukraine though pretty hard. We did give them billions of dollars. I mean, we could we could have just easily. I mean, imagine we lived in a country that did that. Where the government said, uh, what happened? Oh, these people, uh, okay. Total up the damage and uh, we'll pay to have everything, and we'll have everything rebuilt for free. And in the meantime, we'll put them up in whatever accommodations are available. Hotels, whatever they want to do. Pay them some kind of stipend if they want to rent an Airbnb. Something like that. But we'll just take care of these people. There are people and they, what are you going to do? <laughs> Hundreds of people had their fucking, they had their town burned down. I mean, Jesus Christ. What, are we not good for it? We don't have the money for it? Of course we do. We don't? 
We're a first world economy. We have a trillion dollar economy and we can't replace some fucking houses that burned down. Oh, we're broke because we spent all the money and we slavered it all to Ukraine. And we've, we've been, this place has been getting pilfered and robbed blind for decades. And we, we refuse to even do the very bare minimum necessities basis. We can't even do this. We can't even do that. Oh, insurance companies will take care of it. Oh, okay. I'm sure they're very easy to deal with. Slava! Cost of milk! What's the, um... Since these, you know, consormy cucks are so, uh... We are conservative! You don't conserve anything. You go further to the left every day. Every, every year, every week. What is the cost of... Not milk. Hey, we're not doing cost of milk. What is the cost of the healthcare system? What is the cost of the healthcare system under strain? What is the extra cost in leakage, meaning productivity lost to inefficiency? The nurses aren't working as effectively and, and as, as well as they could be because they're not getting enough breaks. They're experiencing burnout. They're working too hard. They've got too much shit to deal with. Same with the doctors. And on down the line, you're going to have an inefficient organization. It's overburdened. It's overworked. How much does that extra does it cost you? Also, we're going to just take away 15 20% of the workers. We're going to injure some other ones too. What is that added up cost? And now we have to replace them with migrants from other countries. What's that going to cost? That's not free. They're pretending to care about money. They don't care. How many of our professionals and workers in these fields did we lose? Many of them went to the United States and they work there now. Meanwhile, the people of these constituencies don't have access to the best health care. They don't. We don't have access to good health care in Canada. Health care in Canada is a fucking joke. It's a nightmare. You're like taking your life into your own hands for starters. It's a dice roll. You get somebody that knows what the hell they're doing. And that's if you get to anybody, if you get a surgery or a consultation before you die, because the backlog is that insane. And there's not enough of anything. Everything's expensive. We don't have, yeah, we're farming people out left and right. It's good luck. It's like a couple notches up from just having no health care at all. Like that's how far we've fallen. We should, we have, we're a $1 trillion economy, guys. Where's the money? It's getting vacuumed up by these parasites. Personally, professionally, they're sending it here, they're sending it there, they're spending it on this. Let's destroy the energy industry too. The the main thing we have that produces our income, that one of the strongest facets of the nation's income, the GDP, is our energy sector, oil, coal, gas. Let's attack that, you know. Further undercutting the productivity of the nation, the lower the standard of living of not just the people in the immediate area, but the the families that depend on this industry, they're going to have to, you know. And then we're going to carbon tax everybody too. We're going to need some of that. Net zero emissions, we're all doing all of that. What's that add up to? What is the cost of taxing your your people until they have nothing left to give.
What does that cost look like? What happens then? What happens when a system, a machine obsessed with taking and taking and taking, never taking responsibility for itself, it's accountable to no one, never makes a mistake, never does anything wrong, no one ever is, no one's ever um, dealt with in any meaningful way whatsoever. This is beautiful. This took, what, three days? This person says, what the hell is going on? Hinshaw, you may remember. Hi, I'm the chief medical officer of Alberta. You may remember me some from some from such previous nightmares as the COVID fucking pandemic. Yeah, got a $230,000 bonus removed by the premier, worked as a BC deputy health officer, and now she's rehired by Alberta Health Services. And they say, what is going on here? This is outrageous. Probably has a, probably got a raise. I mean, how we're 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 playing a game here. Let's play. What are the limits of the contemporary person's ability to live in a world of nonsense? What are the limits? Ocean Lady says, inspiring to meet Josh Alexander tonight and saw uh, two great PEI dags, too. If girls felt self felt safe to tell Josh they were uncomfortable in school washrooms with feminized boys in there, what else is a base young man to do but to stand up for what he knows is right and defend them? Right? Imagine that. Imagine being, I mean, what a, what a great kid. So proud to be his uh, uncle. I've inserted. I've just just declared uh, this is true. He can't escape this now. Uncle Gengler. Imagine from his point of view, you're a 16 year old kid, 17, and all of this is being put a, put upon you and your and your peers, and you know your friends, these kids you've grown up with. I remember. I remember being 17. You've got, you know, some of these girls you've you've known literally your whole life. Imagine them coming up to you and being like, w- w- this is fucking terrifying. I don't know what to, I don't want to. And even at that age, he's like, yeah, this, this is, this is, something's got to be done about this. Somebody's got to start saying something about this. Uh, she says, uh, "Masculinity isn't toxic; it's the solution." Yep, that is that is that is correct. She also says, "Nova Scotia is a perfect example of how awesome everything gets when you simply get the libs right." Yeah, this is the, this is the non-libs Nova Scotia. Remember, guys, we just gotta get the libs right. Yeah, they're so much different. The heart of a man. 
I'm gonna play that here in a few minutes before I get out of here. I'm not gonna go too much longer because I really gotta pee. It's really it's getting it's getting it's a situation. Look, I'm famous. I can't talk right now, Hack. <laughs> Uncle Hack's calling me right now. I wonder if he's listening. He's not telling me I'm muted because I know that's not case and that's not the case. Unfortunately, I'm working right now, and you know what? Fuck it. What's up? Yeah, I'm live right now. What are you doing? Oh, are you? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's too late. You're in. Oh, okay. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, up? Well, let me tell you. I got a few things I'd like to get off my chest. Good, good. I like where this is going. Yeah. I'd like to get off on your chest. Get get whatever's on your on your chest off your ch- chest. Oh, hang on. Yeah, okay, continue. <laughs> and you know what? I'm, I'm having a deep problem right now. Mm. With these guys running around telling the world that they got nuclear weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. That's why I like it. Yeah, I'm making you work for free. I'm going to collect all the money. You'll get nothing. Uh, I hate, man. I've enslaved you. My friend. Yes. Well, I, uh, you know, that's what I do. You know what I mean? I'm in this program now where it's helping ex-con get back <laughs> on their feet. So. <laughs> very, <laughs> very good. Did you ever get my letter? No. What the fuck? I put so much effort into that. I'm so mad. Right. And see if she did get it. Okay, because I just sent it back to whatever the address said, but like they, the stamps were all like faded, and I had to like guess, and I'm like, I think that's a two. Anyway, hopefully it didn't get lost in the ether, but it was just, it was demented, and I was like, no. <laughs> I hope it got opened, and someone was like, wow, like, oh boy, yeah. Yeah, I, I drew a I drew a pentagram in it. Oh, even better. It was intense. It was an intense time. <laughs> well, do you want <laughs> do you want me to call you back? Oh, yeah, sure, whatever. You, uh, yeah, I did not I'm a, Yeah, I'm almost done. I just got to uh, finish with these idiots, and then I'll be I'll be over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. Ciao. Cheers. <laughs> that's uncle hack for you danger cats go find him go find him and and uh, yeah the hotline <laughs> the rage hotline could you guys hear him i thought it was kind of kind of quiet but uh <laughs> i thought that would be funny i'm like normally i wouldn't answer the phone but like he's a he's a professional comedian he's a funny guy i like him so i was like this this will be this will be a good segue into nonsense uh michael says michael the conqueror says thanks again for the saturday night broadcast dts yes you're welcome sir i had to do something the police were getting... I felt bad. They're like, we're, we're sitting around. There's nothing to watch. They're going to make us go catch real criminals again, and I don't want to do that. 
I like my donuts. I like sitting inside. Anyway, um, where was I? Yeah, Scotian lady, we're we're uh, winning the most backwards province race by miles. We're doing good. BC's challenging us though. Um, what's the cost of dead jabbed kids? PP right. What's that? What's the cost of the economy in um, you know that lost GD lost production from people that can no longer work because they're dead? That's okay. We'll just replace them with immigrants faster legally. Oh, okay. That's where you're going with this. That's that's what your heart tells you to do with this situation. Woof. Okie doke. Uh, Jen Steen. I'm going with Stein. Steen? Stein? I don't know. The doctor. Had a family reunion in Clearwater, B.C. last summer. My aunt said nobody get hurt. Okay. The local hospital is closed this weekend. Yeah, that's been happening as well. They closed a few in Nova Scotia. There's a couple of emergency rooms that are no longer with us. And it's like, and some that are on like rolling blackouts where it's like, we're only open certain days. It's like, okay, don't, don't get hurt unless it's between fucking Tuesday and Friday between business hours. <laughs> Oh, it was on speakerphone, but that's as loud as my phone could get. Dressing up for Bigot Pride Month. No, I'm just a supervillain. This is what I do now. It's been like this. Where have you been? I'll wear my checkerboard one next time. I got it. Yeah. I like this one now. I really, I thought it was kind of insane and I'm like, no, you know what? I could do it. I could pull off and if not, like who would wear something like this? A dick, a giant dickhead. Like one of, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I can be that guy. I could do it. I could pull this off. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, that figures. He is, I mean, it's what, he, it's what I expected coming out of him. Doesn't surprise anybody. The hell was I talking about? What's going on? What time is it? Not time yet. We're almost there. I'm going to survive. I might survive all the way to the regular scheduled time without, um, having to get up and leave because I have to <laughs> and of course the politics this is this guy's from uh, this is the one I have to deal with locally this guy I came to Ottawa this morning from my home province of Nova Scotia where our communities are literally on fire. Thousands upon thousands of families have been displaced from their homes. Hundreds are watching as their homes may be turned into ashes. Eight months ago, Hurricane Fiona damaged our communities beyond measure, displacing not just homes but sweeping people out to sea in some instances. Mr. Speaker, the Conservatives are peddling policies that they know will increase the level of pollution that is causing these severe weather events. We have one planet, Mr. Speaker. It is my home. It is yours. I will not stand idly by and watch it burn. Full-blown... They believe it, too. Like, totally. Pollution is making the sky angry, and that's why hurricanes sweep people out to sea. They tend to do that. Uh, we've had hurricanes here my entire life for decades. Uh, since the beginning of time, I would wager. At least since the poles shift. Don't look into that. It's too frightening. Don't even give that any psychic energy. And fires, yeah, that's just a, that's a, that's that pollution? Is that a weather event? Or is that uh, left, far left-wing activists uh, setting fires in the woods so that the climate agenda can be then seized upon and peddled as some kind of solution? Why you need more money? Why you need more parasitic government money? Why you need to tax people more? Is that the ruckin' reason? It's been the reason in the past, especially in Alberta, where many of these same people have been arrested over and over and over and over again, doing exactly that. For some reason, too, they feel 
like they they could be getting they're going to be getting more security as the threats are increasing. People are threatening federal ministers. Why would why would anyone feel like they should do that? Let alone so many people that they should increase security. Ottawa's looking to better protect cabinet ministers. Yes, yeah, someone might throw gravel at them. Someone might honk, guys. Face it, there could be a honking. All right? There could be six billion honks. There could be six gorillion honks. And the collective weight of all that honking, I mean... Hashtag never again. They're looking into real measures to increase the safety. Oh, they're not safe of ministers, and we're working with the sergeant at arms to ensure security. Have you considered not being a piece of shit? Maybe when uh, the population hates you so much that you can't go anywhere in public without feeling threatened for your life and you need a maximum security detail everywhere you go, perhaps, and it's just a suggestion, it's just, I, I'm probably wrong, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm the devil, I'm, look at me, but is it possible that these people are reacting in this way because of something you did? Maybe you're the problem, and it's not everyone else. Maybe you're a... Man, what's the word? So difficult. A bad leader? Could that be why? Let's look back historically at some of the reasons people have had a bone to pick with the establishment. How many times was it that it was because they were just a bunch of racist people? They're just a bunch of... The reason people hate you is because you're you. And you're a lying, gaslighting, manipulating psychopath. And all of them share these qualities. And they compete to see which one can be the top in their field of lying, manipulating, gaslighting, parasitical, thieving psychopaths. And that's what people are doing when they participate in this party politics nonsense. And there's no end to it. Well, I said, well, he said, Mr. Speaker, back and forth, nothing ever, 338 separate seats, 338 asses in seats, drawing massive salaries, pensions, benefits, and everything under the sun you could imagine to sit there, grandstand, and tell you and tell the rest of us that they know better and they're the ones that need to call the shots and we need to make more sacrifices as they become rich and more powerful and more endowed with vast fortunes and influence than ever before in the nation's history. But you, the people, are the problem. And we, the ruling class, must be protected from the peasants. We need more security so we can be safe. I think you're the problem. But that's just my opinion. I'm still allowed to have it temporarily before it's illegal, which will be soon. Oh, what's this? Oh, I got that one already. And if it's worth saying once, maybe it's worth saying twice. 
Again, billions wiped out. Target Bud Light valuations, more brand battles upcoming. You think the rest don't notice? How is this possible? If this is such a popular idea, if everyone just loves, you know what we love? All of this tranny stuff, we love it. It's amazing. Most people, overwhelmingly people love it. They don't just tolerate it. They love it. They actively love it. They want more of it. That's why somehow these brands that are as iconic as America itself at this point, Bud, Bud Light and Target, I mean, featured in any movie ever, these have been staples of American consumer life for decades and decades and decades. They're now, well, on, the, on death's door because people stopped giving them money because they have upset these people by, by just going too far with this nonsense. Interesting. Down 13% on the year. Oh, boy. Anheuser-Busch's market cap fell from $132 billion, which is like their total. This is what they're worth. $132 billion to $108 billion. Oh, that's a lot of billions. So just Bud Light, what, how many is that? $27 billion? How's Target doing? Uh, books for kids aged two to eight had titles like Pride One Two Three, Bye Bye Binary, and I'm Not a Girl. Hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> the report shows that at least fifty-one percent of its suppliers were owned, controlled, and operated by women, BIPOC, LGBT, blah, 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 uh, veterans, or people with disabilities. In addition, fifty-nine percent of their Pride Month assortment was created by LGBT creators and brands. How are they doing though? PetSmart took some hits. Chick-fil-A has been taking some hits. Walmart. G I don't know who this is. GLSN, the organization to which Target and PetSmart made donations, has a rainbow library program under which the nonprofit has sent more than 46,000 K-12 books to over 4,600 schools across the nation. Encourages teachers to incorporate gender and sex discussions in topics like mathematics. This isn't going to end well. People have just been tolerating it. They don't like it. They don't want it. And when push comes to... They, they will do these things. Boycott them. Boycott everything. Everyone that's participating in this, this should be a wake-up call to the people of the world. Um, I saw this in a documentary a long time ago, and I think it was Woody Harrelson, actually, funny enough. He said something, and he was right. He was 100% right. He's like, if the people of the world just stop spending money for three days, this whole fucking thing would fall apart. Just don't buy anything for three days. Lights. Curtains. Just stop. Stop. Have the has the conservative party has the official opposition have they really earned your support? Are they up to your standards? When you when you go, well, this is better than nothing. You're that is you accepting the terms of the deal. This is what they've presented to you, and this is what you will accept or reject, and you've accepted it because you apparently have that slow of a standard for yourself and low opinion of yourself. I would say that you should demand much higher standards and withhold that support from them because at the end of the day, they need you. You don't need them. Do we need them? Do we need them for anything? They don't. We don't need them for anything. They need us. Exercise that power over these people and withdraw your support. Stop giving them money. Stop sharing their shit. Stop going to their events. Stop participating. We're out. You're boycotted.
Why? Because you're a rainbow worshiping communist. You're the exact same. Are you go oh, are you gonna almost say something again and then do nothing? More immigrants, faster legally, right? Net zero energy, uh-huh. Extra war. Slava! No! No, 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 no. You want my money? You gotta earn my money, and you're nowhere close, bud. Oh, the peep no. It's a fringe minority. Is it really? Ottawa parents, says some, this is the headline hilariously, some Ottawa parents keep kids home from school due to pride activities. Yeah, it's rainbow fatigue. Everyone's tired of it. They've just been tolerating it. They're not into it. They don't want it. They know how much of a whiny bunch of incessant, psychopathic bullshit artists you people are. And they just tolerate it because it's easier than dealing with you. But eventually, it gets to be too much, and the true face of people is going to, and it is. It's not some Ottawa parents. Up to 40% absent rates, with two schools exceeding 60%. Over half and nearly, and half and over half, depending on the school, of parents were to the point that they would rather not even have their children in school at all anymore when this is going on. That's how much, that's how, you know, done people are with this. They're not buying the beer. They're not buying the shit. They're not sending their kids to it. And you're just going to insist. Oh, and meanwhile, two-thirds of people view the enemy, view the, the media as, a, as the enemy of the people, you know. It's, um, it's over <laughs> in a lot of senses. Like, the jig is up. This, uh, there was a, some conservative, ra- I think I met this guy once, Jimmy Levy. These guys, whatever, they're, they're normie, boomer, conservative kind of level. But yeah, this stuff is insane. It's marketed towards, ch- it, it's sexualizing children. Guess what? Tops iTunes. Despite shadow ban claim, there probably wasn't much, but there could have been. Maybe a modifier so you can't find it as easily, but still topped iTunes. Why? Because it's not popular. No, it is. And um, people are done with it. Meanwhile, guess what? We still got a Slava, though. Ukraine uh, says they need more weapons from us, specifically. So we're going to have to go ahead and give them more, because we're not doing enough. Ukraine is Europe's shield. This is ridiculous. Hyperbole. You're a legitimate person, and I think that we should be fighting Russia. Where else they teach it in school? This is the United Kingdom. The Telegraph. Now they're saying Anglo-Saxons, so white people, aren't real. Cambridge tells students in effort to fight, quote, nationalism. University aims to dismantle the myths around British and English identities as it seeks to make its teaching more anti-racist. So we're going to change history because we don't politically it's inconvenient. We don't like it. So we're just going to say it's racist as an excuse to get rid of history itself. This is a still image from the movie Beowulf, which is a an old uh, kind of folklore, folktale story. They did not. Anglo-Saxons did not exist as a distinct ethnic group as a part of efforts to underline myths of nationalism. They are really determined 
And you can't talk about this stuff. And if you talk about it in France, especially on Twitter, guess what? The French minister, a French minister, threatens to ban Twitter if it doesn't follow the rules. See, there's uh, disinformation, and you're going to hear this all over the world, not just France, Canada especially, many places. Disinformation is one of the gravest threats weighing on our democracies. There's that word again. Said Berrault. Twitter, if it repeatedly doesn't follow our rules, uh, we will uh, be banned from the EU, the French minister added. Oh, there's no more quotes. So it's going to be like more more arrogance. Yeah, more arrogance. The remark uh, marks an escalation of ongoing fight between European politicians and Twitter, which was bought by Elon Musk, a controversial billionaire. He's controversial. He's It's not controversial. This guy's like the Ned Flanders of billionaires. Are you kidding? You've heard of Epstein, right? You've heard about all of this. Oh my God. You want to, let's talk about let's no, you know what? Let's talk about controversial billionaires. Charles and Edgar Bronfman. Who are they? Why don't we know their names? Why are they so connected to so much evil? But what this is doing is once again speaks to the hearts of the men that are following this path. They're not policing. Why are we going to block Twitter? Why? It doesn't follow the rules. What rules? Criminal rules? No. We just don't like what they're saying. We say, and this is their opinion, calling something disinformation is not a fact. It doesn't make it fact-checked as true. That is their opinion. That is the opinion of the French state. Do you believe them? They say it's disinformation. So when they're not looking to police criminals, they're not saying it's uh, it's illegal, it's child porn. They were fine with that being on Twitter for such a long time. They didn't worry about the child porn, the human trafficking, the ISIS beheading videos. None of that was, that was all fine and, and good and dandy. But now disinformation which again no crime they're not policing crime they're policing thought and these agencies are helping them do it they've conflated thinking about the world differently with criminal activity to where people like myself are being framed as terrorists and and so on because we don't see things the same way my vantage point is different than yours. Oh, that and but that's inconvenient for you, so I have to be destroyed. We must silence these people. Not because it's illegal and not because they're wrong, but because we don't like it. Don't like what they're saying, so we gotta go. We gotta take them out to the woods, walk for a long time, like hours, maybe a day. Just get somewhere quiet, alone, dark, and just shoot them in the head. Leave them. Walk away. Let the birds, nature will eat the rest. That's what we're doing, is it? Or just going to police thought? Good. That's the heart of a. That's the heart of a good person, right? They will do what I say, or will hurt you, right? There, that, that, that attitude just keeps popping up, doesn't it? Like I said earlier, I had this, um, I don't, I think he's reciting a poem or something. He was, he was kind of a poet himself, so he maybe made it up. Either way, 
I came across this and I'd never heard this one before, but he's uh, absolutely right. Check it out. Personality of a person, the ways of a person, the thoughts, the deeds, the actions, is all based around his heart. For what is a man? A man is his heart. A lying, cheating heart means a lying, cheating man. A loving, merciful heart means a loving, merciful man. A living heart means a living man. A dead heart means a dead man. Regardless to man's title, regardless to man's wealth, rank, or position, if the heart is not great, then he cannot be great. But if the heart is great, that man remains great under all circumstances, rich or poor, large or small, so it is the heart that makes one large or small. Did it. I did it. It's been a while. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. What? What do you want? Oh, we hung up. Another guy called me trying to be a smart ass. Shut up. I'm evil now. I tried to be nice. I had a nice, friendly beard. I was like, hey, come on over to my house. Have some drinks. Now I'm this now. Look what you did. Oh, yeah, you fucking fixed the problem, didn't you? Didn't you, goblin people? We'll show him! Oh, yes, please keep showing me. It's been going well. Anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted by my own incompetence, unable to... Hey. Look, this is just it. This is all me. There's no one else. It's just these bar. I don't even know what these lights do. What is any? What is any of this? I have no idea. What do these ones do? I just turn them on. I just turn them all on. Hope for the best. I don't need to explain this. <laughs> things are gonna. Things are gonna happen, right? There's gonna be. This is like a scrap together junkyard that I. It, I mean, don't touch anything. I just have to. It's like the Millennium Falcon. That's what this is. All right. Only I can pilot this. Don't even. I'm too neurotic. No one else will ever be able to do it. You're not damaged enough. The hell was I saying? All right. But he's right. Who disagrees? Who disagrees with Muhammad Ali? I think that's an aspect of our uh, society and our culture that's been lost, I think we've stopped considering that and valuing that and talking about it. It's all just people have, are starting to like base their, their worth, well, especially the goblin creatures on the other side. They're narcissistic psychopaths. Again, how many studies do you need to see? How much obvious behavior, anecdotal evidence, personal experience? How much do you need to understand? Yeah, okay, they're, they're crazy people. That we need good people to fix this. We need to be better people because lazy, shitty, being bad, that's how we got here. 
and they want to try and redefine that they've they've tricked people into believing that you know to be a good person means you comply you you obey the current thing whatever the emotional manipulation game is that week oh hashtag refugees welcome you know why they're welcome because you showed a picture of a dead kid on a beach somewhere pulled at the heartstrings of all these ignorant naive people and now they think they're being good people they're doing a good thing they're basing their you know their moral value on whatever agreeing with however many things that they can from the perceived authority figure, which is basically the fucking television, the television, their mainstream, the authority. The better they comply with it, the better people they are. How is that? Tr- That's obviously not true. And we have an entire fake leadership cast of parasites who are more interested in stealing and maintaining their lifestyle and not really they're not there to fight they're not there on a crusade this is a career for them they have long-term goals different jobs they are angling for i want to be the prime minister and then what and then what and then what it never ends that's their heart that's who they are that's how they think that's how a politician thinks a politician sees it you ever see that movie the departed Great movie. Jack Nicholson's in it. And he's basically a, a kind of a a version, a TV version of uh, Whitey Bulger. And uh, there's an interesting line in the in the movie where, and this is how they think, he's a psychopath. Um, he's kind of recruiting one of the characters and he says something like, um, he's got a, de- a guy's dead hand in his hand. He's like playing with it and he's just nonchalant about it, but he's fucking terrified, right? And he said something like, and I see you and I think, what can I use you for? And that's how they think. They don't see a cause or a purpose or a person. They don't see a a struggle, an energy, a spirit. They see... I could use this for something. People are interested in this. There's a lot of energy in this. So if I get insert myself in there, I can then, like a vampire, like a a parasite, absorb some of that energy for myself as much as possible. And through this repeated process of pandering and absorbing energy, I can get bigger and more powerful myself in the pursuit of the next rung up the career fucking ladder of the politician brain. It's got to go. The whole lot of them. They must be seen as the people that they are. And we're in a war against the media trying to do that. They're very easily manipulated and gaslit and... A lot of tricks there. Experts in psychology. Experts. The enemy is an expert in psychology, in manipulation. And they've, uh, you know, brainwashed a lot of people on this, you know, it's an emotional fortress. That's why when you show them the facts, the evidence, it doesn't really matter. 
because they're all they've there's all emotional stimuli that has been used to recruit this person. It's all emotional um, appeals that have caused them to be drawn into a a message or a cause of some kind. They've done it emotionally. They've emotionally invested in this. So when you try to confront someone like that with logic, with numbers, with facts, it won't make any difference because they're emotionally invested. You're trying to dismantle a fortress of emotions with, you know, math and numbers and geometry. It's it's a uh, It's like trying to fight a ghost with a shotgun. It's the wrong approach. So, I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't think I'm going to have much success recruiting anybody from Goblin World. They're gone. Um but there are people on the fence or people that you know are concerned, say. And how I try to get through to them is is appeal to their their hearts as human beings through this moral argument when I sh- when you can so look. These aren't good people. These are bad people. Is this who you are? Is that what you want to support and follow? You want to support people like this that will look away deliberately? And take actions to keep it that way. The pain and suffering of people they themselves helped harm. That's who you want to support. That's who you want to follow. What kind of person are you, I now ask? Because I know who they are. I am never going to support them. But you want to. What kind of person are you? Do you know what you're doing? What kind of heart is that? There's always going to be a reason. There's always going to be some kind of excuse. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. And that's why they won't let you talk about it. That's why they got to censor the news. That's why they got to control the internet. That's why they got to keep everything under control. And that's why when someone brave comes to somewhere public and says, why don't you tell the truth about X, Y, Z? They don't go, sorry, what do you mean? I'm con- Please explain. Let's, let's hash this out. Silence, control, remove, back to the programming. That's deliberate. That's on purpose. That's who they are. They got very rich. They got very powerful. They use crises to their advantage all the time. And now you've got this other piece of shit trying to push a climate change agenda because there's points in it for him there. He knows what his people want to hear. And without establishing what caused the fire, what is happening, how does the you know labor impacts, the, the effects of removing so many people have an impact, what, we're just going to jump straight to rhetoric about the earth being on fire because there's not enough carbon taxes being fucking paid. That's who these people are. Half of them don't even believe it themselves. They don't give a shit. They're just trying to get up there. They want their turn. Piggy wants his turn at the bowl. (laughs) Money is my favorite food. Compromising with this attitude, com- may, always making compromises, always making compromises for why why we have to support a piece of shit. Why? 
over and over, decade after decade. We got to get them out. We got to vote this person in so that person doesn't get in. We got to keep them out. We got to get this guy out. We got to keep this person out. Why is he in there now? Well, because we had to get Harper out. And now we got to get him out. And before that, we had to get another guy out. And we got to get her because we had to keep the orange lady out. And then later we'll have to get her out because we got to get, well, we just got to get people out. My dad's been saying it forever. Uh, you know, our whole lives we've been voting people out. Can't we just once vote somebody in? There's lots of people out there that are far more capable morally, spiritually. They have better, greater, more powerful, stronger hearts than everybody in that building. But for some reason, they're just never allowed in the door. Probably because it would work. Probably because it'd be very popular. And uh, they'd be able to call bullshit on this scam they've all got going. And I think a big reason why the support continues, and we'll leave with this, is because of, again, the demoralization, the castration, the neutering. They've broken so many people. They've broken them by numbing their spirits, dulling their senses through constant distractions and nonsense and garbage and programming. Shitty food, distractions, materialism. Fake causes, fake justice, fake everything. They're just scrolling through life, looking down now at their phones all the time. Nobody even knows what's real anymore. They have no real connection to anything bigger than themselves. They're just going from one distraction to the next to the next. Demoralized people don't fight back. Demoralized people don't resist. They don't care. They just want to be left alone and they want it to be as painless. They want the beatings to be as painless as they can make it. And if they hurt too much, they'll just take more pills because they're demoralized. Their spirits have been beaten out of them. And that's what I've tried. You know, could I have done it better? Of course. Should I have done it every. I don't know. Do I have any regrets? Not really, no. And I did all I could, you know, what I could to try and share that with other people in the hopes that it would remoralize them and reignite them and reinvigorate them and help them realize that they aren't a demoralized, beaten down piece of garbage slave that has to bend over and do whatever the fuck these people want all the time. I am not going to condone this. I'm not going to sit there and wave a Millhouse flag because we got to get the libs out while he stands there and lies to everyone's faces as they all do. The children aren't dying. Nobody has cancer. The migrants aren't a problem. The vaccines are totally... All of it's all not just look at me. Price of milk. Just look at me. Go fuck yourselves, you lying, thieving, murdering, criminal bastards. It's time to get vaccinated. Well, back then I said, fuck you, make me. You come down here and physically make me. And you know what? That attitude and that spirit is going to come with me for the rest of my life. I worked very hard to cultivate it, and I had to earn it. You think you're going to come dump, dump, uh, dump water on me? You got another thing coming. So it's just a taste. You know, you thought you're... <laughs> We'll do this. We'll do that. I don't care what you do. Because I know your heart. 
I can see them openly on display for the whole world to see every day, and they are dark and twisted, and I will never do what you want because nothing you want is going to end well. So I'm sorry to say, situation no change, season three. Fuck you make me, bud. You got to slava. No, I don't. You got to worship the rainbow. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not doing anything. You gotta ignore the dead children! Nope. Damsel in distress! I'll have to catch up with these later. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. RagingDissident.com has all of my social media links and channels and what have you. Telegram link is there. Substack link is there. I appreciate you guys, but uh, listen, cops. I'm tired of handing it this to you. I'm tired of making it easy for you. I know what they're doing. They skip to the end, and they wait for me to rhyme everybody off, and they make their notes. No. No. Not. No, no. You're going to sit through every fucking minute of this and identify them all yourselves the hard way, one at a time. The war of attrition. I'm going to use so much of your... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use so much of your time. All of it. So thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Take care of each other. Go back out there and uh, keep doing what you're doing. You can't convince me to change. Being on the same page. Oh, I had no feel. Now there's nothing. I'll be back when I'm when I'm back. Whatever that is, I don't know. I don't care. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. Stay away from lobster. We don't know the lobster's true intentions yet. Eat them at your own risk, guys. You're on your own. Propat, six separate Tyrannus, death to Stalin! Slashy forever. Fishing, Tommy. I just got a bad feeling about this one, Dad. There's nothing to worry about, Tommy. Man and his son gone fishing as old and as wholesome as the sun. In a world 
Disgusting Alien Intelligence. What is that, Dad? I don't know, but it looks good. I think we should eat it. I don't know, Dad. It looks to me like some kind of... What's with all the antennas? I don't, I don't know if we know what we're dealing with here. No, it's okay, son. It's called a lobster. It's brand new. I got it from my friend Philip down the road, and if he says it's good to eat, I don't think we have anything to worry about. This summer. They're worshiping them. It's turned into some kind of cult. They're building statues and ice sculptures. I think the blue one is their king. What seems like a harmless crustacean. Whatever the hell it's called. Through generations of parasitic consumption. Takes control of the human psyche. And declares itself the new true rulers in the top of the food chain. All kneel! For your lord and emperor has arrived! You can't look at him or he'll turn you to stone! Hail the blue lobster! Planet of the Lobsters. Rated R for retarded.